When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Off the bench for McDonald's, Juicy Angus Beef and the lot. Dine in and try the Aussie Angus at Macca's today. And Tyre Power. Set your new tyre resolution at Tyre Power. Big holiday sale now on tyrepower.com.au. Top of the morning to you. Big warm welcome wherever you're listening right around Australia with Off the Bench for the Aussie Angus Burger. It's back. It's humming. It's at Maccas today. And for Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, they are the real deal, keeping you safe this summer as well. Big show today. Magic Millions Saturday it is as well. No old mate picks his on his regular little uh, couple of weeks sojourn, ironically in the Gold Coast, but couldn't grace with his presence from a mere two kilometres from the studio. But the man who did, of course, is what I would call the... The spiritual social mayor of the sunshine, of course, of the Gold Coast. I speak, of course, of Campbell Brown, a.k.a. the dog and his natural Hachi. habitat, the Magic Millions. Good morning and welcome to your dog. Uh, good morning. Great to uh, to be with you. And um, I have wandered past Pickers a few times when he's been whining and dining uh, around Broadbeach. And um, he's having a very good time. Acknowledgement. Yeah, some Just acknowledgement there. And uh, he acknowledges, too, that I'm filling in for him today while he's relaxing. <laughs> it's his last, uh, I think, last Sunday off for about five or six years today. So that'll be that'll be good. And, of course, so we've got the big country racing running today in Camperdown. So Scotty Cummings flying the flag for us down there with Cam Mooney as well. And we'll head down and catch up with those guys a little bit later on. I've avoided the, go- the, the Gold Coast. Yep. Uh, uh, it just looked a bit out of control for me. <laughs> and it's a bit more your cup of tea. You walk between the raindrops, as we know. <laughs> COVID, COVID would get within two metres of you and retreat, I reckon. But uh, <laughs> it does look a little little over the top there. So I'm uh, just easing my way through Brisbane on the way to to, uh, to Noosa tomorrow. But uh, you're looking good for me. How's the week been so far, by the way, before we get into it? Been a bit quieter? Well, or We've missed your presence down here, Archie. Um, it has been a little bit quieter. Certainly, um, you know, the, it's usually quite a festive um, atmosphere, especially, you know, for the whole week. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, very, very quiet. A lot of the venues and, and places are sort of closing and, and ushering people out at 10, 10.30, which is just unheard of. Um, it's It sparked up a little bit last night and um, bumped into Brad Blanks, who's in from yes. from New York, and uh, your good friend who's who's taught us how to do it, really. Yeah, he did and his he's, original. Uh, yep. He's looking forward to it as well. So it, it's it's been different, but it's still been a lot of fun and Hoping good to. to catch up with some people. Hoping to catch my old mate Blanks in the next couple of days, ironically, but... Uh, he doesn't miss much anywhere there's a light on. He's like a moth around the world. So, well, well done. You, um, have you been embraced by your people, first of all? Yeah, the, always. The, the, short of, the staff shortage wouldn't hurt you too much because you've been known to jump behind the bar yourself anyway. So, all, so far, I, so good? Yeah, so far, so good. Just It's like when you, um, you're seeing some, some old relatives for the first time in years. <laughs> you know, they, Absence <laughs> makes a, the heart fonder and uh, been embraced by the people. Um, you've got racing that norm. fraternity. 
that norm of cheers style <laughs> allure as you return to the coast. I reckon you walk in, all of a sudden, there you are. It's like you never left. <laughs> Sit down, Brownie. Away you go. Hey, like yeah, Dennis looking... Rodman rolling into uh, the, the Las Vegas. You know, yeah, like... some... yeah, very much like that. Not not prone to talk about the serious stuff here, so I'll spend two minutes on this and move on, uh, Dog. Yep. But you've got a very good barometer on the average everyday person. What's the what's the view of your fraternity, your crew, the, the, the dog squad, on the Novak situation? Oh, it's just got out of control, and it's been a little de- bit of a debacle. And, uh, most people that I've spoken to, irrespective of where they sit in the landscape, should he be here, shouldn't he be anti-vaxxer or not, whatever it is, their main concern has been how Australia is now perceived to the rest of the world. Um, and originally, you know, once the court made the decision, it was sort of proof that the, the Australian government may or may not have, have got it wrong. Um, now with the overrule, it's it's not really about whether he plays or not anymore. It's just that the irreparable damage politically um, that it's sort of doing. I, I've, I've had the feeling throughout this whole process, Hutchie, that the world sort of is looking at Australia going, what's happened over there? Well, they've been doing that for years anyway. Like, why are we so obsessed with how everyone else thinks of us? I don't know. I just always... We are obsessed with it, aren't we? Because I always felt like, a, a, a stra- like Australians were sort of perceived by the rest of the world as as a as a cool country and knockabouts and they, they're a little bit rogue and, they're, yeah. you know, it's they're down well, under and they go- do things different. That's been gone for 10 years, I reckon. Has it? Okay. Yep. Well, you maybe that's the new world order. When you travel now, like we... We we care about it. We're, yeah. we're a bit like we're a bit like um, those that live in Western Australia and South Australia are, are quite obsessed with the Victorian rivalry at times. Whereas we never, we Victorians never really cared as much. And the same Sydney v Melbourne. I don't think um, the the rest of the world viewers have never have never viewed us as a progressive country. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. We, we just like to think of ourselves that way. I yeah, well, maybe you're right. Yeah, and and I think um, having having listened to what the great Justin Quill, who's always on SEN. He's been right at the forefront of this from the start, and he says that Novak will get the injunction, uh, he'll get cleared again, and he'll play. He's he's been yep. adamant the whole time that all that these political manoeuvring and, and things won't hold up in the court of law. What do you so I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I've been to court a few times, he... Hutchie, but I've never <laughs> been on the other side of it. Do you think he should play? Um, almost now that he's gone through. All this drama, yeah. you know, in the last week and a half, it'd be for nothing if he didn't play. What would you say if he turned up at the exhibition buildings today and stood in the queue and got his first dose? What would you say? Oh. Would that, that change your view? If he walked back in and said, oh, look, heads up. Like I ducked down to the uh, pop-up this morning and I've got the first dose of the uh, of the of the vax. Do you reckon that would yeah. soften opinions? Um, it, 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 probably, it might. It would, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, it might. Um, not not going to so happen, by the way. But he's very—he's he's almost become the most divisive, you know, player in 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 the world at the moment. Now, I think he was a little bit of that before this, but this has really sort of yep. taken very, even non-tennis fans. Very rare in a situation where everyone fails as equally and as grandly as all parties have here. Like it's been a yeah, yeah, across the board. Yeah, very it's up. it's been a a disappointing um, bit of leadership for the. For the country, for tennis Australia, for the state, whoever whoever it falls upon, you don't you know we don't need to name names and that it's it's been a complete and utter mess. Hey, a little quirky one from the ScoMo during the week. I was watching the ScoMo press conferences like everyone with interest. Uh, the one that went for about fifteen minutes and nothing happened, or thirty five <laughs> minutes, nothing happened. But one one line caught me. 
He called Woolies Safeway during the press conference. <laughs> How long has it been since Woolworths was called Safeway? Has it been like a decade? How long has it been since he's been to the supermarket this morning? I would argue that they've never been called that. Uh, well, they, it they has been a long town. time. Were they? Well, it was Safeway, and then it was Safeway slash Woolworths. Has it so, been 15 years, maybe? Yeah. So there's a people of his vintage, and ours, I suppose, we're in that vintage, who just can't change the name of things when the name changes, right? So yep. uh, I want to get our audience going on this. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 2355 In your family, you, your wife, your partner, your husband, your dad, what name do they – what what – what words won't they adapt to that have changed? Yep. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight, or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the text. I've got one for you, just yep. off the top. It's a slightly different one, but but my old man still, when he sends a tip, he yep. says, "Oh, this thing goes okay. It's uh, it's six to four. Yeah, the, old, four, yeah. the old, the old bookie, you know." Yeah, and yeah, I go, yeah. "What six to four? I'm thinking, what's going on? Is it race six number four? And I go down, it's two dollars fifty, right? So that's that's sort of he still uses the old metrics. He does yeah. the old metrics, I, which is unusual. I've got a few for you. My my dad still calls it the tote. You know, like it's not. It hasn't been the, really the totalisator agency board for no. thirty years. It's the tote. Yeah. Uh, he he would call it VFL Park till the day it finished. It never moved to Waverley Park or yeah, yeah. It was VFL Park. Some people still say they're going to the Telstra Dome, even though it hasn't been in existence for, <laughs> yeah. for 20 years. I like Cadinia Park. I think Cadinia for whatever Park. reason, that's yep. just, that's Geelong, you know? The weirdest one in my world is people still call it footy confidential, footy classified. <laughs> yeah. it, so the background there, when the show was announced in 2007, there was a, uh, a launch or a press event or something, and, and uh, it was called Footy Confidential originally for about two weeks, and then... The Herald Sun had just launched their confidential page, and they kicked, rightfully kicked up. And said, "Hey, we've we've registered that name, so we had to yeah. change the name to Footy Classified." It never ever went to air as Footy <laughs> Confidential. It and was Footy Classified from the first day, and to this day, fifteen years on, people say to me, "When's Confidential back this year?" Or what time does Footy <laughs> Confidential start? It's amazing how that stuck. So one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. I want the quirks in your uh, social circle. What are the words that have stuck for you that you haven't been able to change or move with the times on or and then on the text as well, oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We'll take some of your calls. Uh, Southern Cross Station is also called Spencer Street Station, one off the text. Um one three hundred twenty three fifty five. Uh one of the uh Twig says his mate still calls it Carl's New World. Remember what it was called Carl's New World yeah, before it was Carl's? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. give us your thoughts. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Take a couple now and more after the break. Uh, Tommy's in Roeville, of course, opening the batting this morning. Hey, Tommy. G'day, Lance. How you going? Number 38 here. How are you, boys? Hey, Tommy. I'm well, mate. <laughs> is um, Eduardo cutting a swave up there with you, Brown Dog? <laughs> he certainly is, yeah. He was up and about last night, the big fella. Yeah, I thought he would be. Now, Hutchie, I can't actually call Sydney Sydney. They've been south forever for me. So whenever actually Richmond are playing up there, we're just either playing south, mate. What do you think? Yeah, not bad. Yep, south south one that absolutely sticks. Good call. Thanks, Tommy. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Chris in Ballarat says he still calls his local IGA Tucker Bag. Yes, <laughs> from the Tucker Bag stores. There you go. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Scott from Albury. Go, Scott. More on lads. Hey, Woolworths, mate. What do you call? Yeah, well, with the naming, what do you call Woolworths when it burnt down? Not sure, Scott. Cold. 
Uh, <laughs> well, good work. Off to a good start, aren't we? One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty. There's a heap of good ones coming here off the text. Uh, we might take a break. Actually, we'll take Joe from Roeville before the break, and then we'll take some more calls. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. G'day, Joe. G'day, Hunty and Brownie. Good morning, Joe. Today. I'm actually I'm actually in the Gold Coast today, not in Roeville, which is awesome. And as soon as I arrive here, they slap the border pass. How ironic, yeah. <laughs> there you go. The anyway, weather's been good up here, though, Joe. Oh, it's been awesome. I'm still waiting for pickers to call me, Hutchie. You obviously haven't passed on my number yet, but um, I'm still waiting and still hopeful. I'll, I'll pass his on to you, Joe. That'd be a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, you can if you want, yeah. And um, what about Social Security, Centrelink, and Telstra Telecom? Yeah, very good ones. Very, ring Telecom and get an answer on that. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. By the way, on the Gold Coast, you can hear us on sixteen twenty a.m. this morning, as per always. Still called Telecom in his house, says Stuart in Perth. Um, Marvel Stadium's always the Telstra Dome. Uh, Tullamarine Airport. There's lots of good ones. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. By the way, uh, the New Zealand races are not far away. It's a big chance today with SEN Survivor. How good is this to survive the card today in New Zealand? You can play in both countries. Five hundred dollars each Saturday up for grabs. All you've got to do is pick a place getter in each race. Go to mm. sensurvivor.com.au. It's free. It takes, it's simple. It takes no time at all. And you can follow along the New Zealand races through the course of the day at sensurvivor.com.au. $500 for just merely staying alive. So, in other words, pick a place getter. And as long as your, your horse is running a place all through the day, away you go. More off the bench right after this. Uh, this is off the bench right around Australia for tyre power and for the mighty Maccas. You with off the bench around Australia for the Aussie Angus at Maccas, of course, and for Tire Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. A couple of fun ones off the text. Michael in Roeville said his old man still calls Bunnings McEwens. That is old school. Yep. Brad he said his old man doesn't call it a push bike, still calls it a tread leg. A lot of people saying wireless. A lot of people yep. like the southeastern arterial. Uh, lots of good memories. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Pose the question in the first segment. Like Scomo calling it Safeway at his press conference. What are the old words that people in your family still or friends still use from back in the day that they haven't been able to adjust to the times? I didn't mind this one off uh, the text. Uh, they tried to rebrand Werribee Plaza to Pacific Werribee. It didn't work. Didn't fly. <laughs> A lot of people try to put big names, you know, sort of flamboyant names on their on their building. Have you got any of those examples? We'll take them as well. Uh, Winnie's in Victor Harbour. G'day, Winnie. Winnie in Victor Harbour. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Footscray. I just can't come up um, Western Bulldogs, I'm afraid. It's always Footscray. Yeah, yeah that's I fair. A lot of people in that bracket, I reckon, Winnie. Uh, Winnie was a, 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 a great character in the Wonder Years. Remember the Wonder Years dog back in the day? Kevin and that, Winnie? That was just a fraction <laughs> before my time. I was it was before yeah. your time? Yeah. Oh, it was a, a staple in our house after school. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Winnie. I think a lot of people share that view. Mark in McRae. Go, Mark. Hey, g'day, boys. How are you going? I'll meet you at Spencer Street. We'll mosey on over to Colonial for the game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Colonial was, uh, I think, the name of the stadium when I got my suspension from the that was it, well, That was its first name, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Colonial Stadium, sure was. Went through um, a few, didn't it? Telstra it has Dome. now. Yeah, Telstra Dome, Eddie had. Eddie had Marvel 4. Thanks, Mark. Um, not as many as Geelong. I think he went through a few more. Uh, Carlton's been through a few too. Yeah. What is Certainly it? It's has. not Icon Park anymore, is it? Is it something else now? Or is it still uh, Icon? Uh, I think it's still Icon. Still? Is it? For, Someone can for another tell year me or so? 
on the uh, text. Michael in Carlton. Go, Michael. G'day, guys. Love your work. Look, I love to head down on a Sunday morning and grab, grab the uh, Sunday press. The Sunday press. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday press or the Sunday observer? They were the, they were the two. <laughs> Scotty Palmer had the column in the Sunday press, didn't he? And Rod, Rod Nicholson was the chief uh, footy reporter. Uh, the Sunday press for good days. Yeah. That, Big shout out to Scotty Palmer too because I know he's he's not well, Hutch. And uh, and so just thinking of, of Scotty and the family. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, uh, thanks, Don. Michael, that was from Michael from Carlton. Uh, John's in Ringwood. G'day, John. How are you? I, I, this is a bit more up to date. Uh, I I'll never get used to uh, listening to the cricket say batter against batsman. Yes. I think a lot of people um, are in that bracket, John. Um, a lot of people can't get their head around the maximum either. It's just a six, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who came up with the maximum? Was it Brayshaw? Was it, was it, it him feels that... very Mark Nicholas to me. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Maximum. maximum. <laughs> Thanks, a John from Ringwood. Uh, Jim from Finlay. G'day, Jim. Yeah, how you going, fellas? Good on you, Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mum's turning 99 in February. And she was born and bred in Footscray, and she does not acknowledge the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> 99, what a great knock. Yeah, yeah, so it's always Footscray, it's not Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Do you reckon How is she get... fit? Yeah, yeah, she's up here on holidays at the moment. Oh, beautiful. Oh, magnificent. Probably you got crawl home for holidays, have you? Is he up there? Yeah, 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 he could be. He could be. Mum will be sitting on the veranda. She'll be sitting there. With, well, probably a bit early for the gin and tonic, but yeah, not far. <laughs> <laughs> That's Paddy P. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jim. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Someone off the uh, the temper text. So they still call RSN three years ed. There'd be a few of those around. Call yeah. RSN three years ed from back in the day or three DB. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. If there's some names that stuck from your heyday, Alas uh, Scomo and his Safeway. Uh, John's in Greensboro. Go, John. Oh, good morning, Hutchie and Brownie. Uh, here's one for you. Not that it's uh, improved the joint. Um, Rosebud West at Capel Sound. What's that all about? Yes. Rosebud West has, has attempted to undergo a facelift, and Capel Sound is the. Uh, how long has that been the name for now? A couple of years? Yeah, at least, I reckon. I'm saying three or four, I reckon. So, Hutch, why, why do they do that? Is it, is it a PR thing? Is it to rebrand the place? Why would you change a suburb's name? Uh, respectfully, I would say it's to lift the uh, self-esteem and allure of the community. Right. If it, if it has an unfair rap along the way. But do they ask the, the community about the name change or they just go and do it? Because a lot of people don't, don't take to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Now, I think... Um, I think Rosebud, the community went out of their way to try and reposition themselves. Someone from Rosebud West will let us know. Yeah, let us know. Capital Sound. Just drop us a text or give us a call. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Simon from Glen Iris, is, he's one up the earlier text here. He reckons his old man calls it uh, Bunnings Magnet, which was his name before <laughs> McEwen's. <laughs> really? Well, they're going back to what now? Like the, is that 70s or 60s? <laughs> oh, I, I think... Uh, I think the the brand Bunnings has gone a little bit further than the McEwen's or Magnet branding. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Let's get the early markets. Josh Jenkins is here. Sports bets bet with mates. Josh, good morning. Welcome. Any early market movers, old mate? 
Good morning, boys. How are we? Where would we like to start? You guys tell me and I can uh, make it happen. I'm just looking for an early market mover from you, just to set, set, just give us a taste test ahead of your 10.50 slot, Josh. It's kind of Josh, there's an interesting race here in the first at Flemington because I'm getting tips left, Ooh, right and yeah. centre up here. Where's the money yeah. for these two-year-olds? Hey, I've, uh, I've got this from the horse's mouth. Not the actual horse, not English <laughs> Riviera's mouth, but the McAvoy Camp Pink English Riviera could be one of their better young horses that they've had. They're just a little bit worried about the strike. $2.60. Been pretty steady at that price. This race, Brownie, will be one where the last five minutes of betting will be absolutely crucial. Yep, nice call. Right, eh? We'll have a look at that. Um, uh, we'll Kieran Mars going to join us a bit later that, on too. Aside from that, boys, um, plenty happening. We'll uh, jump on with uh, a little bit of Ashes markets as well because even when Australia were three for 12, they were still favourites to win the test match, which proved to be uh, pretty smart betting. So, Looking forward to jumping back on and uh, going through the ashes and, and uh, a big day racing, boys. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for that each way chance that you were declaring yesterday that ended up starting $1.92. Uh, well done. <laughs> Grand second, $1.03 the place. So, well, I'm well glad it lost because if, you, if you're on, I'm actually glad it lost. <laughs> Gamble responsibly. Talk later. Josh Jenkins joining Fair us uh, this morning for Sportsbit a little bit later on. And Kieran Maher's going to join us too a little bit later on in the show. Uh, the cricket uh, in Fascinating day one, and we'll get to that also through the course of the morning. This is Off the Bench, right around Australia. It was Off the Bench, right around Australia. Great to have your company for the Aussie Angus Burger. It's at Maccas today, and for tyre power, selected Kumo tyres are 25% off. In the NBL, which is gathering momentum through the January period after a little bit of a break for health reasons, uh, Melbourne United last night. Our Melbourne United coverage, by the way, presented by Red Energy, awarded CanStar's most trusted energy retailer nationally for 2021. That's Red Energy. Of course, um, you can uh, switch today or we can call them on 131 806. Unbelievable people at Red Energy. Um, they present our Melbourne United coverage in the fifth win in a row for MU last night. So 89 to 78 over the New Zealand Breakers in a game played in Tassie. Big night for CG43, who went past 5,000 points um, and buckets. 5,000 points in uh, his NBL career. I think he's the 49th player to do so, but only the mm. second active. So an incredible achievement. Great sportsman, CG43, and well done to him and his family. Fantastic. And they head, of course, Sunday uh, to, I think it's uh, it's Illawarra tomorrow, right, in uh, Wollongong. And then, of course, we get into the NBL fixture for KO. There's seven games in seven days at the moment for round seven. Um, the next four rounds have been announced. There's a Festival of basketball really and through until early Feb. So Melbourne get back at home early Feb. Perth get back at home. There's content all through the month. You can watch all of that on KO or on ESPN. And uh, you, you on MU men, uh, Campbell? Not really. Nah, don't uh, don't tune in too much. Get you onto a game very soon. I think it's just sort of your natural. Sort I, of... I think I'd enjoy it. I've got a little challenge for you, actually. <clears throat> yep. This is a little bit self-serving, but you had your big mama-san dinner on Wednesday night, which is, I know is your thing. It you is, your, yeah, yep. You have your annual dinner, which you <laughs> host on a Wednesday. I hear there's a waiting list every year from people who Correct. want to get to your dinner. Yes. You only book for so many, and you, you actually waitlist people. <laughs> true or false, you waitlist people for your own dinner. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because it's in hot demand, and we're never quite sure exactly – um, How many do you book this? for? I always book for about 14, but the ideal number is, is 12. 
So if we, <laughs> we we never cull them, but if uh, if they can't make it for whatever reason, you, um, I don't Kevin, replace the seat. How many years has this been going on for? This mama son. Um, it's uh, been going on for dinner. about. Oh, it's been going on for five or six years. Yeah. yeah. And, and what's uh, your biggest wait list been in in better times? Obviously. I reckon two, three years ago, I reckon we had 21 that were trying to get there. Yep. And, um, and yeah, only, so sorry, mate. I have to had to, stick on yeah. the standby list. Yeah, no. Nah, but um, COVID, obviously, we had a few few laid outs. Um, and it was good. It's always a lot of fun, though, Hutch. You've got I've to got come a along to one. I've got a challenge for you. I want you to name, in cricket batting order, <laughs> your starting 12 all-time dinner. Right, Mama San dinner. Now you're the twelfth man in this instance, okay? Yep. So there's eleven others. I want you through the course of the morning to okay. pick one through eleven, and in batting order, and why? Do they still have to be alive? Like, is this a like? It, no. Here's the here's the caveat. You have to have had because you 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 roll in celebrity circles. You have to have actually shared a meal with this person in your lifetime. So you oh, okay. can't say Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you never yeah, had okay. dinner with him. Yeah. But I reckon you've had dinner with some big name celebs along the way. So I want a one through eleven okay. batting order on your ultimate Mama San dinner, with the caveat being you must have shared a meal sitting down, not like ran into Ed Sheeran at a cocktail party. Yeah, yeah. Had to have been had to have been seated at the same table in your lifetime. So All right, eleven can... your eleven ultimate celebrity or mates if you like. Uh, yeah, yep. Yep, I can do that. I can do that. I have that, that a little sure. bit later on this morning. Yeah, we'll get it up. We'll get it up for sure. I'll, I'll have um, that a little. You get me thinking now, but I think I can do it. Yeah. Can you give us a little taste, a little teaser? Well, off the top, the first person I would probably invite is John Singleton. Okay, just singer. The, yeah, he just you creates chaos singer, everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> I, I love the way he goes about it. He, you remember when he won the, the Golden Slipper and he tackled Bob Hawke, the uh, the current yeah. prime minister at the time, <laughs> to the ground in the mounting yard? Then he shattered the whole bar, not the members yeah. though, just the public. That sort of behaviour is outstanding. It, it, you love Singo, don't you? I are love you, him. Are you known to him? Yes, yeah, only through the Magic Means because he's heavily involved in uh, in the races. And yep. Jerry Harvey's his best mate. He always comes up here, and uh, we have had you know the odd feed together on a, on a big table. And um, he's so just Singo, a funny guy. So Singo's going to go in your eleven. He'd be yeah. number one. Yeah, but we got to think where you bat him. You know, what position he bats. Yeah, okay. You know, and, and, and why. So He'd hold the dinner together, so he'd come in at four, I reckon. Is he – Is he? I've never had dinner with Singo, but I've read lots about him. Does he take, just take the place over? Um, he, no, he's, pretty, he, he's pretty quiet. Is he sort of, or is he a bit over the top? Um, if he's in company, he knows he, he's he's up and about, but he can sit there and be quite quiet. But everyone gets drawn to, to his conversations because they're so grand. You know He's what I mean? the first like, person picked in yeah, your living. That's yeah, fascinating. Yeah, I, I can't love wait him. to I can't wait to see this team a little bit later on in the morning. Hey, uh, we've seen some outrageous behaviour in uh, COVID times. We saw, we, you know, we're going through, at the moment, a shocking wave. Um, we are the worst per capita in the world right now. In, yep. Well, not, oh, I think France has maybe got us covered with number two. But we're ahead of the US and UK, all bet on reported cases. What did you think of the pub in, the, the outrageous... Um, angle of the pub in Sydney is trying to rebrand as a church. We are seeing some extraordinary human behaviour at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And and I think that that sort of maybe comes from 
the double standards that some people are seeing. So you can't have a music festival or a concert or, you know, the, the comedians can't hold their their events, but you get vision or you hear about this um, hill Hillsong yep. congregation and, and they can do whatever they want. So And people, I think, over the course of the last 12, 18 months have got absolutely frustrated with yeah. rules for some and rules for others. So no, no in doubt. smart yeah. business acumen, they try and manoeuvre their way the around it. And even if it's tongue in cheek, it yeah. gets the desired outcome because it, 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 it gets a bit of publicity and it, it makes a point. Um, le- leadership groups have long been a fascination on this show. Of what was the biggest leadership group you were ever sat in? Um, it was probably my first year on the Gold Coast, where th- this was the most unusual leadership group because I think six is a good number. We had nine, yep. but the fascinating thing about the nine were that. Five of those guys had never played AFL footy, and they were sitting in the you know. And it was it's not their fault, you know, but it was it was Dave Swallow who's gone on to be a captain. It was Maverick Weller. It was Zach Smith. It was Mark Locke who was the original VFL captain of the Gold Coast Suns. So how did that, how did that and, go in the first leadership oh, meeting? Was it bizarre? It was, it was mind blowing because <laughs> there was Gary Ablett, Nathan Bock, myself, you know, Michael Riscatelli, um, and then we're sitting. How there the first sort of meeting go? Having these discussions, um, and you encourage them to, to, to speak their mind and, and say things that they want at the club and how things should be done. But in the end of the day, they didn't really know what they needed to say because they'd never played. So it was really unusual. That how was weird. Go, how did you go with that? Um, okay. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but a bit like my dinner, things needed to be weighted. Uh, you know, against them, <laughs> towards the people that actually knew what we were talking about. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I was I was laughing about this because I saw the um the the Giants have gone to three captains and now James Hurd's come in to captain coach the captains and with with there's layers on layers of uh, yeah. leadership, particularly in the newer clubs, I guess. Well, if you get to if you get to too many in the leadership group, and that's why I think five or six is a good number. Um, if there's eight or nine and everyone's got their different say on things and everyone wants their voice to be heard, you can literally sit in a meeting for an hour and go round and round and round in circles and not actually achieve the desired result of the meeting. Yep. Because yep. you know, everyone wants to get their two bobs worth in and they're all disagreeing and, and things like that. So, yeah, they're, they're fascinating. At your mama son uh, dinners, there's only a leadership group of one. That's you. <laughs> Captain's pick. <laughs> I want your all-star 11. We know Singo's going to be in it. There's 10 more names to come, and we might get to that sometime between 10 and 11 this morning if you could just start okay. working on that for me. Our third person, self-congratulator of the year, is up next. You went off the bench. No old mate picks this morning. He'll be back next week, my old mate, my old China plate, but the dog's sitting in beautifully, Campbell Brown, from the Gold Coast this morning. And this is all for Tyre Power, Australia's biggest and most trusted independent tyre retailer. This is off the bench around Australia. Back to off the bench for the Aussie Angus Burger and Maccas today, and for Thai Power, big holiday sale is on now. Uh, we're into our eighth year, dog of the third person self congratulator of the year. That's a fairly long time to milk the same joke, but here it goes again for an eighth year. It's time for the Malcolm Blight Snap. Medal for the third person self-congratulator of the year. You couldn't throw me a bone or two, Hussey, after I helped buddy build you. I'm not saying I changed the game, but I did. Well, I put it this way. Dusty's the only player I don't get insulted being compared to. Oh. <laughs> Tagger goes bang. <laughs> like the little master. I went, yeah, Sachin, 10 Tagger. Del Sano, skillful. 
My friends call me Robbo. You can call me Robocop. You know that I'm a great football player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. And I'll continue to be great. I need a little bit of Liam Todd. <laughs> you can get Dwayne's word on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Instagram if you want to have a look at, you know, whatever I'm doing over daytime. All fighting for that famous golden mirror to have an even deeper look at yourself. Self first, self congratulator of the year, third person, Hall of Fame style stuff. This, uh, the honor board, Lights won three in 18, 19, 20, Taggart won in 21. Old mate picks in 17 and 15, and he's been Scotty West in pretty much every other year, run second, third, or fourth. And the Sebbies, the, the rising stars, have gone on to bigger things. Tom Brown, Tom Brown, Nathan Brown, Kane Corns, Damian Barrett, Tags, uh, and uh, Miles, I think that should read from last year. They've all gone on to have pretty good views of themselves in the future and be rather fond of themselves, as predicted at the time. So the Sebby <laughs> form stacks up. Leaderboard early in the year. Old mate picks it out to an early lead on five with Adam Cooney. Dug the rug on four. Chuck Berry, three. Derek Rucker, two. Some of the best uh, horses starting to reemerge into 2022 yep. with their media uh, microphone runs. One vote to kick us off, Josh Jenkins, for this. It's good to see Herdy speaking. It's been a long time since, I think, uh, I think uh, our Crows, I think my, my Crows actually ended his career. I think that was his last game. We beat them by over 100 points, and he was, uh, he was ousted uh, a few days later. So it's good to see the great man back in, uh, back in an AFL environment. He was, uh, he was the coach of the Bombers in 2011 when I was a rookie there, so I've got a bit of a relationship with him. <laughs> What about the My Crows? Yeah, My Crows. And then he went back to his Essendon rookie days at times <laughs> after heard. Talk about some story insertion. <laughs> One vote. Uh, Prime ministers are always good at this when given a chance, particularly when they're in sporting environments. And ScoMo gets a vote for this. <laughs> well, I just... What's amazing is when I walked back into the stadium a few minutes ago, that's when Scotty took the, the, that last wicket. So there we go. I'm on a hat-trick. Oh, yeah, having a positive effect. <laughs> Can we have a look, just another go at the fake laugh there at the start, if we can, please, Ibba? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fakie. You haven't got the Dwayne and uh, Pick's fake laugh off there, Zipper, have you? I'm putting you under pressure to see if you got it in the file. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. The great fake laugh off when, they, when Pick's went on Dwayne's show. One more time of the Pick's and Dwayne laugh off, if you can. <laughs> there we go. Three votes as we start to escalate to Tim Gossage down the Cairo Senator. First for this. Number four, Keeper Sweet. Just have a little play. Gamble responsibly. Bit of Gostradamus action. Race three, number four. And then this. And um, uh, Have I told you that I um, taught um, Petra Kavitova how to swing a golf club? No. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't shared uh, much of much information across the years. You've probably got a lot of secrets. I'm looking forward to your uh, memoirs one day. Well, the book is uh, yeah, it's in the process. Um, uh, it'll be a bestseller. The three to guys, undoubtedly. Now, Jared Healy. Been a bit of a watch this space. Is it? Yeah. Can just slip a name or two in, and he got on a bit of a roll here with the tennis during the week. He gets four votes unashamedly for this. Supporter of Novak Djokovic, I can remember I could count a dozen times I've had a blue with John Fitzgerald and Todd Woodbridge who uh, live in my area and we occasionally get together socially. There you go. <laughs> Undoubtedly four votes. Four votes also to Bernard Tomic. Now, Tomic, now, he's ranked about 400 in the world. He's been beaten in a qualifier. That's a far cry from this. 
there's stuff I want to do, stuff I can do in like this what? sport of tennis. And you know, I can win Wimbledon. We all know this, I know this. You know, I'm probably top 10 player in the world on grass. And, and I will do it. Before I retire, I will do it. That's for sure. 6-1 wow, he got beat. Yeah, 6-1. To a qualifier. Yep. But seven votes. An early leader drum roll if he can. He won the SEBI last year. Getting very caught up in himself very quickly. In fact, I forecast a meteoric rise. I open him equal favourite in the markets despite finishing outside the top 10 last year. Such as his self... Uh, I'm, as the leader of the SEN track fraternity, I, the, yeah. the, you're on the leadership group, obviously. I'm suggesting yeah. you sit down, Fitzmagic. Okay. We need to give a, a bit of 360-degree feedback. A little bit of realignment, I think, <laughs> oh, is needed. No. And, and quick sticks. This was the, It was great to have him back on Thursday. I was driving yeah. to Gosford at the time, listening on 801 SEN Track Central Coast the whole way. I thought I'd experience it through the lens of the local radio community. Had an hour and a half in the car. And this is what I got. And this is why he gets seven votes for his return day on Thursday. <laughs> Give a kick! Give a kick! Oh, I'm on fire! I'm not say I'm I'm seriously I'm on a heater. Uh and I'm probably pretty glad I haven't signed that contract yet because I think it's <laughs> another zero to it. <laughs> Can everyone do me a favour? Go and find uh Hutchie's email address and just send him an email. <laughs> Brett from Box Hill, uh, who let you have holidays, Fitzmagic, I could have become a millionaire over the New Year period. Um, <laughs> don't know what the bloody delay is with the contract. You should be on the same pay scale as Hutchie from Wingspan. <laughs> Might have to screenshot that one. <laughs> Gee whiz, I can't miss. I would think the delay with the contract's pretty self-explanatory, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised there's still a contract <laughs> offer on the table. <laughs> so that was uh, my dose of Fitzmagic on Thursday with Sammy Highland, uh, oh. return for the year. He's up he did have an coach. absolute fill-up, Hutchie. He, he was did. on fire. But um, yeah, that explains why you've pulled the, the contract off the table <laughs> and uh, shredded it. <laughs> so seven-vote leader. He's a leader on seven, Fitzmagic, uh, ahead of old mate picks on five. Cooney on five, Jared Healy on four, and Bernard Tomic on four. And Tags is yet to get off the mark, as is Malcolm Blight having an extended holiday. So that is going to be um, a little interesting run from here, the dog, because they're going to. I think Tags will be back in full flight today. Yeah, well, and there's some people off the SMS too, just suggesting that you're you're sort of ushering me in with this Mamasan dinner down the hall path of maybe some third person congratulated votes next week. Is that I need complete I immunity from I you, Hutchie. I can't promise you immunity. <laughs> Absolute immunity. <laughs> you want immunity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we know singers. You've got one more name you can just tease us with before the 10 o'clock news? Uh, yeah, the, the, the other person who um, played a bit of poker with and know quite well, and you just need him there on all social occasions, is Shane Keith. Yep. Shane Keith, he's just released his, his documentary. Have you seen um, it? I haven't seen it. Um, but uh, I'll probably be part of it because we had a poker night that was sort of filmed. No, there's, uh, there's the clip oh, for you. There's the clip. There it is. <laughs> He'll be there just to keep everyone entertained with his off-field sort of activities. So I'm putting him at number eight. I think yep. he bats about, bats about eight in your team. So yeah, and he's the tactician too. You know, he doesn't have the the leadership, but he's he's my go-to guy when I need we need a field change.
Yep. But he'll want to sit at the end of the table, won't he? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So Singo and Shane are in your dream mama son dinner 11 today. He'll want to sit as close to the smoking areas he can because he'll duck in and out yep. most of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> You're an unlikely alliance, you two. No doubt about it. <laughs> All right. After 10, we'll catch up with Margaret from Sunbury. Her horse ran last night. Uh, Margaret was at a family event. Looking forward to having a good chat to her after 10 o'clock. Don't forget, last chance to get your entry in SEN Survivor. Kiwi Survivor today and every Saturday from here on. The New Zealand races, just predict your place getters, pick a race, each race, and a place getter $500 up for grabs. SCNsurvivor.com.au. It's free to enter. Have a bit of fun this afternoon. And simply send us a text 0433 $1600 Sporting Globe voucher up for grabs. Just tell us your name, town, where you're listening. And the code word, millions. This is Off the Bench around Australia. Power.com.au. And at the top of the morning, if you're joining us for the first time around regional Victoria, this is Off the Bench. It's great to have your company. Welcome to all our new audience through the ACE radio network, through regional Victoria, through, of course, uh, KLFM in Bendigo, Voice FM in Ballarat, Super Radio Network through New South Wales and Southern Queensland, through the SEN track network across uh, the country as well, including 89.1 FM in Mildura and a whole lot more. You're with Off the Bench. It's good to have your company. Big show this morning, uh, right through until midday, of course, for most of our stations, the cricket this afternoon in Tassie. Uh, fascinating start yesterday. The Aussies struggled early and then regrouped. Great century by Travis Head. And Campbell Brown is sitting in this morning for Old Mate Picks. Hey, dog. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice up here on the Gold Coast. It's been a, a fun week and looking forward to the races this afternoon. How many are they expecting there today at the Millions? Um, a full house. I don't think there's any uh, COVID restrictions. Uh, I think they probably it won't be as big as previous years, but I think there'll be you know, twelve, fifteen thousand there. How have you found Which, the COVID lay of the land on the coast? It's been it's a reason I've just uh, I've avoided. Yeah, I've just noticed that a lot of venues and and places are just so understaffed that you you walk into a place maybe for a table or reservation and and they say, look, we'd love to accommodate you, but we simply don't have the the you know, waiters, the chefs to be able to give you a seat. So places are at like half and quarter capacity, which would be frustrating for them, frustrating for, for the person if you want a, a meal, and then everything's closing at sort of 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, they're just getting rid of everyone. It's nothing, It's just different. Yeah. Nothing can stop the dog, though. Not a, not nah, a nothing's pandemic, stopping me. A new variant, nothing can weigh you down. You do I'm powering ahead, drops. Hutchie, um, you know, it's until something. And you're backing yourself too, not to get yeah. there. Not, yeah. Very much so. Good dog immunity, you reckon? It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's what I'm How, going with. The cricket, by the way, uh, there's still there's extra play today, so it'll start about half an hour earlier from memory. And the Aussies were six down at the break, six for two forty one last night. Travis Head's century magnificent. Have you ever seen anything like Labuschagne's dismissal? It was one no, of those no. classic park dismissals. It's one of the it's one of those uh, bits of vision that I think will um, just be replayed, no matter how great he goes on to become. There's always going to be that, you know, like that football incident where uh, the player ran into the opening goal um, and kicked through for a behind, and everyone just like laughs. Malcolm White, wasn't it? Malcolm White. <laughs> I didn't want to say the name, but he won Brownlows, he won McGarry medals, and he won. But a lot of people uh, just remember that. The and the torpedo, of course. The brilliant and the gifted often have a brain fade moment. Yeah. It's part of the eccentricity of their greatness. And It is. And Marnus has got, he's just, there's a more interesting sports person in Australia right now than Marnus. 
He's just out there. He's different. He's just trapped in his own head. I love him. I yeah, he's fascinating. And he can play yep. too, which is more important. Don't, don't forget on the text, we're giving you a $100 Sporting Globe voucher. Simply text your name, where or how you're listening, and the code word MILLIONS. So name, where or how you're listening is in what station or app, and the code word MILLIONS and a $100 Sporting Globe voucher to give away. It's that time of the week, 10 past 10, at the young of hard age of 91. She no longer needs to call us. We love her, and we call her. I'd have made them all walk home for starters in bare feet. They put on a shocking effort. Some of them wouldn't get a kick in a stable. What a pair of flops they are. You've heard that saying, Eddie everywhere. Well, it was Margaret everywhere. <laughs> it's time for a magic moment with Margaret. Margaret, good morning, sweetheart. Good morning, Bellas. Oh, what a week, hey? How are My you? God, not too bad at all. Yes, I'm getting there. About to be locked in again. I wasn't allowed to go to the outing last night. The Rocky said, Mum, your place is home. You can't go to that. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky yeah. shut you off, did he? Oh, that's, you stay that's home. Pro- that's probably fair enough. We've got a bit to get to deal with, but we... We're starting to get requests from you, you, Margaret Lynch, from our audience. This is how loved you are. Just one off the text. Can we get a big cheerio and fire up from Margaret today to the Ingleburn Cricket Club first grade team? They're all driving there now, playing against the best team in the competition. So can you give them a bit of a shout out to the Ingleburn Cricket Club and a bit of advice? Good morning, Ingleburn boys. Well, they're going to the cricket club, are they? Well, you, you know, get your, put your best foot forward and and uh, level head, and you'll be there. Good on you, fellas. Love you. Well done. Magnificent. <laughs> what did you think of Manus last night in the cricket? I couldn't believe it. I thought to myself, he comes in and steadies the ship, and then he goes, A over turkeys, he's leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he's a different yeah. Kennedy. But, oh, he's, he's a... He's a good... I love him, really. I really love him. I think he come in and steadied that ship, didn't he? Yeah. Three for 12. God almighty, I thought, heavens above. I nearly he, gave it the flick. I thought, he gave uh, I He can't... gave his teammates, Margaret, a great laugh, and I think everyone around Australia, the only one that wasn't laughing was Marnus. Exactly. <laughs> he wouldn't He wouldn't like that. He, he didn't like it at all. He Is didn't he? like it, no. Do you think he should I appeal more? I couldn't believe it. Pardon? Do you think he should appeal more, Manus? Does he appeal enough? Oh, he appeals for everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> he is at everything. Yeah. His hands are up before anybody's. They all look at him too, you know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> if he thinks it's what about Travis Head? What, what about Travis Head and Green? Didn't they come in and do the... Job 101, he got from 113 balls. That's not bad going, is it, Travis? I, he was seeing them beautifully yesterday. He, he he's batted. Uh, he's just batted with purpose all summer, and he's wanted to get after the bowling, and it seems to have worked really well for him. Yep, and Green's doing very well, isn't he? Oh, he's going to be he's going to be a player. I'd love he's to going to be a superstar, isn't he? Love to know his stats against Ricky Ponting at the same age as a batsman. Twenty two. He's only twenty two. He mm. just looks looks like it could be anything as a cricketer, that guy. It could be the could be one of the great players of 
all time. He's on that trajectory. I think he needs a taller bat. I think his bat's a bit short. I'd like to see him a bit... His bat's a bit small. Well, he does hover over it a bit, doesn't he? He does hover over it a little bit. I think he could just have a little bit more on us. I don't know. He's a big boy. He's about six foot seven, so the bat probably... Six foot seven? Yeah. I know he is. A big fella. Gorgeous boy. Lovely hairdo. Looks lovely. (laughs) Loving. You like his hairdo? I like the hairdos. I love the hairdos. Some of them are good. That that fella from England, what's his name, Mead? Um, The opening batsman, what was his name? Long oh, hair, black crawly. long hair down his back. Shocking. Needs a good <laughs> comb. Looks like it needs a good wash sometimes. You are you are very uh, astute to the hairstyles of people in the public. You don't. I am. What yeah. about you, Margaret? What about, what, about your... what do you think of Hutchie's hair? I, I like I like grass never grew on Burke Street. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Same as the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. I like your hairdo too, uh, Campbell. What about uh, Boris in England with his performance this week? Is oh, it? my God. Shocking. Looks like he... And it flares out. When he puts his head down at all, puffs, turns up at the sides in the middle and then another layer at the bottom. Oh, it's shocking. Shocking. <laughs> Disgraceful. I can't believe the Prime Minister of England gets his hair cut with a knife and fork. I really can't. <laughs> yeah. Really can't. Holy bit of goody. Hey, uh, Novak, tell me your thoughts on this saga. On the Mdokovic? Yep. Oh, it should never have got to this. This is outrageous to think that it's got to a court. It's disgusting. It should have been in the very first place... You're not double-backed, you can't come. End of story. Instead of that, it's going to high courts and costing lots of money. But, of course, you know, it takes the news, paper news to a different level. It's not on on the virus and the uh, the vaccinations. It's on the Novak with the tennis. Shocking. Should never have got to it. If he plays Monday, do you think they'll boo him? Boo him? Oh, God, he shouldn't be allowed on the court. Of course I'll boo him. Well, unless this, uh, uh, what's his name, this uh, Craig boss at the tennis, he oh. might stack the audience and give them a Serbian audience so they don't boo him. <laughs> I think they're, they're cheats. They're, they're, they're shocking. <laughs> Margaret's banter last night. Were you were you happy oh, with the run from the little the little girl? Well, we weren't happy with it. We, we, she started come out of the box well, and then it got slow, and then she made a ma- run for it again. Seemed to get boxed into me. I don't know these jockeys; they box them in. And then she was making a run again at the last. She, you know, another. Oh, I wasn't real happy with the with the run. But neither was Manny. I felt sorry for him. He has a cherry ripe, and then they muck it up. Muck it up. Now, it was a bit unlucky because it was it was a... I don't know enough about horse racing. You might be explained to me a bit better, Cam, but it, it, Cam, but it was a sit and sprint, so there was no pace. Yeah. It didn't get a chance, really, to extend at all, and then it got a court flight footer when they went. Yep. And and that, that winner it... just bolted in, didn't it? Like, I don't think anything was oh. going to catch that, the way the race was won, but uh, you might have been out of... What was the know... name of that horse that won it? Not the Whistler, was it? 
Um, it was Diane Starr. The whistler ran second. Oh, bloody whistler. I yeah. thought he was going to win it. I thought it ran third mm. with the photo, to be honest, but it, the photo went against I it. I thought so. she ran third, really. Yeah. I thought she got third. I was, anyway, she didn't, but... She's a dear little thing. She tries her heart out, you yeah. know. She, she, she's knocking on the door. I'll... Oh, it'll come. It'll come. I'll describe her as honest, an honest filly. She'll win yeah, an honest little filly she is. Yeah. She is. She's like me, honest. <laughs> <laughs> you going to stick, uh, stick with the jockey? Stick with Taya? Yes, I like I like that jockey. I like him. I think, he's, I think he will do good. But uh, it's... Look, next next time, next time she'll get there. No, I agree with I'm that. I'm always saying that, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me anyhow, really. I love her just the same. I've got a text here. Ask Margaret what she thinks of Cameron Smith's hair, the golfer. Have you seen his hair? Oh, fabulous. Oh, <laughs> what a cool, calm and, calm and collect guy he is. No, no frills about him. Just plonk it in the... Give it a go and in the ditch, in the hole it goes and... He just puts his hand up on the winner. Two million. Easy. Rolls up the tongue easy, doesn't it? Two million. He, start, he started absolutely beautifully in the... Uh, beautiful. In the, He's a lovely yes. golfer. You watch much of the golf? Yeah. I wa- well, I watch everything. Every, my son reckons I watch everything that moves. <laughs> How what have you thought of the Big Bash season? There's been a little bit of... Um, I haven't. Around. I don't really enjoy the Big Bash as much because I think it teaches them bad habits. But it hasn't been good, really. Um, oh, all these old girls, or well, it has been. They're doing well, and all the kids that are getting trans. The Renegades, my side, I think they come out of a lucky dip. God, where do they get them from? I don't know. We've got a lousy team. Lousy <laughs> yeah, team. Couple of good kids, Harvey and. And uh, Harper, they're good kids. They need to get picks back, I think, as a head of cricket, don't you think? They need picks back. He might be able to do pick them up and dust them there's, down. I don't know what they need. To, they need something. They need an injection. Yep. Fourth, the fourth jab, um, I think. Yeah, before I go and dare I ask, we, we uh, announced Andrew Gaze uh, is rejoining this week, which was really exciting to the drive show, so... Um, obviously, I should have run that past you first, but here I am. What did you think? I like that. It's a good move. Good good pair. They'll they'll do very well. <laughs> the odd couple, they'll do very, very well, I'll tell you. No, Fantastic. it'll be quite good. You've done a good choice there. Did you hear that I had a great-grandson arrive yesterday? Oh, Jack. really? Congratulations. Yes. It is, it is good because... My little granddaughter's been in hospital since the 22nd of December. Oh, and wow. it was very, it's been a hard row for her. And they told her yesterday morning, we're taking it today. So for great excitement, not due for a little bit longer. But uh, he's arrived and he's the first boy in her husband's family. They're just over the moon. He's a one of six. And he's got five sisters or six sisters, and yeah. he's the only boy, the, the daddy, and uh, now he's got a little boy. That's fantastic news. Welcome to Jack. How Jack. many great, how many great grandkids do you have? I've got, I've got two great grandsons, two little babies. The one yesterday and little Fergie is only a year old, 
and I've got three great granddaughters. So I'm very lucky lady. So five very great grandkids. Lady. How many grandkids? Only four grandchildren. Yep. I'm not a big family. We were I was I only had two. Rocky only had two. My daughter only had two and now the grandkids are come great grandkids. the grandkids are coming on with great grandchildren and oh, I've got four. And my Dorothy, my youngest sister, she's got about fourteen great grandchildren. Isn't that beautiful? Al- I'm slow, but uh, never mind. Nothing grew in my place, not even the plants. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Dorothy also was ca- slow in to, my place. <laughs> to Kathleen, we've set up a uh, a framed Mick Moldhouse picture to mark the year ahead. Of course, uh, Kathleen up in town's also our love to her as well. You got a little song to finish with? Well, after all of this, it should be after the ball is over, after the break of morn. After the dancers leaving, after the stars are gone. That's enough of that. Bye for now, fella. Listen, the Rocky said I was naughty singing that song to to Guaja last week. He said, Mum, do you realise the meaning of that song? I said, I didn't really. I didn't take much notice. He said, you weren't very complimentary to him. So I apologise, Guaja. I meant it in good faith. Yeah, I wasn't across that either, but well done. To the Rocky for uh, suggesting. Thanks. Bye, darling. Bye for now, fellas. Bye. Bye, Margaret. Margaret from Sunbury joining us. She's absolutely magnificent. More off the bench after this. He was off the bench right around Australia for the Aussie Angus Burger at Maccas today and for Tyre Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Big day of country racing today. It's time for... The country is back racing strong. Support local communities and visit country.racing.com. Back where we belong, country racing strong. And we're country racing strong this summer. Support local communities and visit country.racing.com. Big off the bench marquee today down at Camperdown. And I'm not sure that's where we find Darren Gully, but let's find out the count of country racing. Good morning. No, not there yet, the Dazzling. Okay. So he's been caught on a standing start there, Cam. We'll get to the Daz in just a moment. Uh, of course, you there, Daz? Yes, g'day, Hutch Brownie. How are you, boys? Good morning, hey, mate. Well, welcome. And uh, a big day today at Camperdown, of course. We've got uh, Scotty Manning the Fort there. Have you made it or have you been, uh, you've still got the feet up? Uh, I'm still uh, slumming it in cans as we speak, Hutch, but uh, heading <laughs> home this afternoon and then back on deck as of Monday. Well, we'll touch base with the boys a little bit later on. It's the Sun Gold Milk Camperdown Cup today, and of course, uh, Woolamai today. So uh, we start to build through the popular summer series of country racing today. Sure, do. It's got a maximum crowd today, Camperdown. 300 in the off the bench, Morky. So uh, Scotty and uh, Big Cam Lee got their work cut out to have a big day and hopefully find a few winners like Pickers has done at the last time. And as you say, Woolamai today. Tomorrow, we've got some more of the uh, Kids Summer Country Race meetings with the uh, Benalla Comfort in Kids Day Out, and then off to Yarra Valley for their Summer Race Day. Tuesday, off to Moe for their Kids Day, and then Thursday, it's the Port Ferry Community Cup Day. So, a busy week, and then uh, we get towards uh, the Great Western Cup next weekend, the boys, which I'm very excited about, of course. Australia Day, obviously, not far away, too. So, this little period of the next 11 days is huge for country racing. 
Sure, in Australia, they always the Belmarin Cup, uh, obviously Hanging Rock Cup Day, and also Yarra Valley. So a busy uh, a couple of weeks ahead before we get back into, I guess, the more quieter months uh, through February. And then uh, we look forward to the big carnivals at uh, Warnable. Uh, obviously, then off the beach marquees at Swan Hill in June, and also the Mildura Cup Carnival in July. Three of us in Queensland today, so we're taking this uh, very seriously. You're in Cairns, Campbell's in the Gold Coast, <laughs> and I'm in Brisbane. But fond memories of Camperdown. Beautiful, uh, of course, grandstand, which was re- refurbished and restored by the local community. It is a once-a-year race meeting. It, it obviously had a, uh, a setback, I think, probably was it a year ago or yep. two years ago, and it was washed out. So uh, it would be great to see such a big crowd there, and it is such a huge part of that community and, uh, and a historical venue and a historical – I think is it Heritage listed the grandstand, isn't it, from memory? That's right, yeah. They spent, I think, about five years rebuilding much of that $350,000 from the federal and state governments. But uh, I've got a crowd of about 3,000 there today. As you said, they had uh, a couple of lean years where the uh, the track wasn't, uh, was was too wet and I think then uh, COVID kicked in the last couple of years. So you hope they're a big crowd on course today. And certainly by the numbers not for each market, I expect they'll get uh, a bumper crowd. What do you like in the Camperdown Cup? Have you had a look? Yeah, well, Swiss Hero is going to be hard to beat. One through on the trot, but uh, I don't mind Matty Williams is always uh, pretty competitive in that neck of the woods with Intellective, and it's been back into some reasonable, decent form. So hopefully uh, one of those can win for the punters. Okay, so yeah, Hutchie, I've been seven. tipped one in the first at Camperdown. Um, Calvin and Tony McAvoy, Yulong Jet, it's about $2.80, and I think um, that's going there for a bit of an easy kill. You've been rolling yeah, with the uh, McAvoys up. this week, haven't you, Campbell, up there? A little bit, yeah. I, I did catch up with... Uh, with Cal and he's actually um, got COVID, so he had to head uh, he had to head back. So um, not sure if we'll be at Flemington today, but um, they've got a very strong team in today uh, all around the country. So that's hey, Brandy on the uh, sorry, Archie. Brandy on the Cullen Gatta bandwagon today. Looking for something of a bit of value. Oh no, I am. I think it it wins. Um, I'm going to make sure that uh, in that particular race, just because if Coolangatta gets beaten, it could be wide open. Who beats it? Um, Sammy Highlands talked me into number seven, the Thalwell, the um, the Sharon Livingston runner that raced against Coolangatta two starts back and was only beaten a couple of lengths. So it's 35 to one, so definitely put that in your in your quarter numbers. Mm, okay, okay, thank you for that. What number is that, Beautiful. Doug? It's number seven, Thalwell. Okay. Yeah. Goes well, drawn well, and a bit of luck. Um, if Coolangatta gets caught out wide, it could be in the finish. Righto. Well, we're on. Uh, look forward to that. And uh, did you see much of Margaret's banner before you go last night, Daz? What did you think of the run? Yeah, tuned in, as I think you said, the Margaret. Uh, looked like it was in trouble at the top of the straight. But actually finished off well. So maybe the 1400s is a bit short for it. Uh, it might need the, the, the 1600, I think, perhaps next start. I was a bit I was a bit worried in the uh, jockey note afterwards when they sent the video around when... Uh, um, one of the Gallagher's boys asked the jockey if he thought it, what he thought of the distance. He goes, I wouldn't mind stepping up to 1,300 to 1,400. And, the jo- and the, he quickly said, well, it was a 400 race. He just raced in. <laughs> that, that concerned me a little bit. So there you go. Daz, uh, no, thanks for that. Go on, you boys. Have a good day. You too, Enjoy. Mate. Darren Gelly is the count of country racing. More off the bench. This is off the bench for the Angus, of course. Magnificent burger at Macca's and for tyre power and selected uh, Kumo tyres, 25% off. Off the record is up next where Campbell will ply his craft. This is Off the Bench Around Australia. Off the Bench for McDonald's, Juicy Angus Beef.
He was off the bench right around Australia for the Maccas Angus Burger and, of course, for our friends at Thai Power. Don't forget to get your entries in for sensurvivor.com.au today for our Kiwi Survivor. $500 given away for, for Nick's, really. All you got to do is just pick your place getters. And also don't forget that uh, on 7-2 right now, right around Australia, Winners at the Millions, hosted by Andrew Bensley. So you can watch the build-up to today's Magic Millions as well, where the dog will be prancing through the uh, dog and uh, Bray and his crew will be just... Um, it could escalate, Hutch, too, if Cool and Gatta wins. Um, yeah. you know, I'm sure that the crowd will really levitate. <laughs> there we go. In the meantime, it's time for... Off the record. Google search what David Erner warns. And here's one bloke that's getting no attention whatsoever. Daily Vale. Daily <laughs> Dale Bailey. First event, 1,200 metres. Zutori's agitated. Good. Set to gallop. Fellow, was he? Fanasi. Fanasi Kokonakis. Uh, before we move off this frivol conversation. Frivol. Welcome to you, Mick. Yeah, you know, Russell, how you going, mate? Good. He's no certainty to face Richmond. We really want him to play. We want the Duddy and Busty show. So, boys, this is not the time for false humidity. We've got plenty more to come. Uh, we're going to wrap up after this. Off the record for Choices Flooring. Choices Flooring's room view makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. Sure does. Choices Flooring's room view makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au. That's choicesflooring.com.au. To find out more. And Dog, the floor, my friend, is yours. It certainly has been a big week for Australian media. There was the, the Beck Madden and Mike Amor going viral with the hot mics moment. You'd think that'd make newsreaders around the country a little bit more cautious. Well, not here at SEN. Have a listen to our man, Adam Pont, read the news. Hi there, I'm Adam Pont with SEN News. Victoria's healthcare system is buckling under the strain. Three, two, one. Hi there, I'm Adam Pomp with SEN News. Victoria's healthcare system is buckling. <laughs> it was almost a little David Taggart gargle there. Um, oh, forgot to edit that one out. That was magnificent. Um, number two, the, the Channel 9 newsreader, Elizabeth Moss, uh, missing her mark here when uh, the great Peter Hitchener throws to her. Let's have a listen. Motorists are being warned of significant delays on the Westgate Freeway for the next month. Elizabeth Moss has the details. Lizzie, how much longer could trips take? Pardon? How, how much longer could trips take? Oh, I think we're having a little bit of a, a delay there. Uh, we'll try and get back. Meanwhile, computers, uh, commuters rather, are being forced onto buses. It was a bit rattled hitch there at the yeah, end, but uh, I, love, I love the awkward on-air moments. Um, at least... At least she knew who she was talking to, unlike our man Chuck Berry. Let's have a listen to this. And right in line for the Young Player of the Year, I would have thought. Hang on, you and I called the stars last night, aren't you? No, you, you and Johnny D did. Oh, it was Johnny D and I, was it? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were here. Where's, hey, where's, you're getting old, aren't you? Where's the uh, memory starting to... <laughs> Sammy Hargo's very forgettable man. Um, but his oh, memory, yes, yeah. well, it's not much better, though. Let's have a listen to Sammy. Satisfied NBN customers, Nick Jewell is the man out. Caught by Sandu off the bowling of McAndrew for Snaffle. One subscription, one mile and hundreds of products. And now I know Nick Jewell will be wrapped that you've told him that he's out. But uh... Caleb Jewell, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a second time you said Nick. 
<laughs> and as for Flem, well, Flem's been working himself to the bone. He's here, there, and everywhere, and he, he doesn't even stick around till the end of the match. Let's have a listen. He gets caught on the mic, just leaving a little bit early. The result. Oh, there's a bit to play out there for the remaining three points. Three for 55. Oh, thanks, everyone. Thank you. Oh, you <laughs> remember a little bit of uh, Tom Morris? Did was... you? He snuck off at the end of the 10th over. He didn't stay at the last 10, but he got caught saying his goodbyes. He was like bang in the car. <laughs> Straight out the door. Um, you all remember this bit of audio from, from Tom Morris. We've got plenty more to come. Uh, we're going to wrap up after this. <laughs> well, our uh, tri- Triple M, Howie, uh, he'll come back after the break and uh, end the match. And there was a little bit of Tom Morris about this. Great stuff. Great to see England fighting back for those that love a contest. Plenty more to come here. Nat and Tubby will wrap this whole thing up. Tubby will tell you about the big weight bench out there. Plenty more to come, and uh, that was the end of the day's play. You got, got the famous uh, finey there by any chance, ever? A break and then another break? <laughs> it's Stephen Bloody Kernahan. Goodbye. No quiz prizes tonight. A break, and when we come back, another break. <laughs> I, I feel for Finey having hosted SEN track last Monday. I know. I got caught in that situation of uh, multiple breaks adding up. So, um, Joshy Jenkins, uh, SEN breakfast with Sammy Edmonds. He um, he just ducked out and uh, he struggled to make it back in time. Uh, we, me, would make to the BBL for next season. And he's gone. JJ's off making a coffee. One of the biggest build-ups of all time. And he's stuck at his Breville. Can you believe it? It's too early for this. Unbelievable. (laughs) Maybe he's still reeling from his Commonwealth Games uh, comments earlier. He's gone in. Oh, he's back. (laughs) Are you there, JJ? I'm there. Yeah, I'm just... um, I'll just... uh, How long was I gone for? Just deleted a barn me and a coffee. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to try and make make something up. But, yeah, it was all about the coffee machine. took a little while to come on, so... No, that's Sorry old, about that. You old, can't. You can't. Breakfast radio. The rotation of summer fill-ins. It can trip up anyone, even the most dedicated listeners like Margaret. She can't keep up with who she's talking to these days. Of course. Well, good luck, Margaret. Hopefully, uh, Margaret. You too, Sam. No worries. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Margaret. Uh, of course, that's Julian DeStoop. <laughs> Uh, Jared Healy, uh, he's trying to keep up with the times here with uh, all these different social media apps. I think it was Pam Shriver that uh, uh, text today, or tweeted today, I should say. Tweeted. Mm, yes. That's the correct terminology. Yep. And um, last but not least, we finish with the great Bernard Tomic on, a current, uh, on current affairs and what he's going to be doing this for. Four or five good years left, and and I want to do this for myself, not for you, not for me, not for my father, not for anyone, but to prove to myself that I could have done this. We've got to hear that again. Not for you, not for me. I want to do it for myself, but not for me. Four or five good years left, and and I want to do this for myself, not for you, not for me, not for my father, not for anyone, but to prove to myself that I could have done this. So he does want to do it for himself, but not for me. <laughs> He's a gift that keeps on giving. Me, myself, um, and Irene. We've always got the uh, the Bill Laurie and uh, just the one this week. It was uh, it was Jared Healy. They isolate for seven days. The spouse gets it on day four. Yeah, the spouse gets it. There we go. Yeah, so bad. that's uh, that is off the record for this week. Hutch, I think it was a good addition.
Not bad. Off the record is for Choices Flooring's room view. Makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. And Choices Flooring doing great things in all the communities they are acting across Australia and New Zealand as well. A bit of a dealer's choice for the break, Zipper. What do you got up your sleeve for us there? Where's the zipper? With or without you, with or without you, with or without you. Off the bench for McDonald's, Juicy Angus Beef and the lot. Dine in and try the Aussie Angus at Macca's today. And Thai Power, Thai Power Big Holiday Sale on now with 25% off selected Kumo passenger and SUV tyres. You with Off The Bench, right around Australia. It's great to have your company, of course, all for tyre power and for Maccas as we build up to a big day of cricket and, of course, racing. How good is it to have uh, a couple of big events on today? The Magic Millions, where the brown dog is on his way. He's based there in the Gold Coast in our office there in uh, Rubina. And uh, I'm in Brisbane this morning. And, of course, this afternoon, the cricket, you get it all from Tasmania. Jared Waitley, Anthony Hudson and the team in sparkling form after... A fascinating day one, and the pink ball cricket yesterday, Brownie, remind me of the half tape tennis ball days on the yep. on the dodgy downhill wickets in the early in the innings. It was hard batting. It's how cricket should be played socially, I reckon. Always should be the batsman should be under pressure in the uh, backyard games, and it felt a bit very uh, much like that yesterday. Yeah, didn't it? Um, green deck. Geez, when they took the covers off, and I saw how green it was, I went, "Wow, we don't often see that in Test cricket." and it was almost unplayable early, um, so Australia did a pretty good job to sort of, you know, get the, the ship back on track and uh, and yeah, Head's knock was... I've, I've underestimated Head. Leading into this summer, I sort of didn't have too much of an opinion and, geez, he's just elevated, hasn't he? He's played super well. Let's yeah. find the markets with Sportsbet, of course. The Sportsbet's bet with mates. It's group betting made better, gamble responsibly, and Josh Jenkins joins us. Good morning, Josh. How do you see the races Good today unfolding to start with? Good morning, boys. Hope you're uh, both going well up there in southeast Queensland. Let's go straight to uh, the big one, Brownie, the uh, Magic Millions Classic. And uh, we've seen some we've seen some big money come in on the favourite, Cool and Gatter, a very well-known filly, two from two, two dollars fifteen this morning into a dollar ninety-five. So expecting this horse to to start uh, the big race. The clash for $2 million at better than $2. Is that where your money will be going, Brownie? Are you with the favourite call and get her, or are you going to find a, a little two-year-old to beat her? No, I think it wins. Um, and I've been you know, with this horse right from the get-go when it came out and, and won on debut. And um, it does appear to be bomb-proof. So the, I know that the Ma Eustace um, team are, are really confident about... A couple of theirs today, Cool and Gatter being one, and the other in race five, away game, they think is a huge chance as well. So could be a big day for the stable. Mm. And then this morning on the odds couple, we had Chris Nelson from uh, Racing Queensland, who is a very astute tipster, and he was very keen on race one, number nine, warmth. And I'll tell you what, it was about 20 minutes later after he tipped that horse to us, it was 370 into $2.60. It is $2.60 with Sportsbet right now, so... Make sure uh, you don't miss the first at one fifteen up there on the Gold Coast, Brownie. I know you'll be front and centre. You'll have already had a couple by then. But race one, number nine, warmth is the best back to runner early on the card. 
on the Gold Coast. And then if we come back to uh, Flemington, because some of us are stuck here in uh, in Melbourne, we didn't get invited up to the Gold Coast, but that's a story for another day. The Standish over the 1,200, race seven at number one, the Astrologist. Matt and Brad Crouch, a couple of ex-teammates of mine, have got a little share in this horse. And not only they, because they don't know what they're talking about, that the Corson's team is talking tough, $4.60, open 650. Hal Vorson's a good horse, it's 650. And two wrath for Matty Raymond, who's a, a good young trainer, $6. But all the money for the Astrologist, this is a horse who... They're aiming up Brownie at the new market. So if he's going to be competing in a new market, he'll need mm. to be winning the Standish today at Flemington. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's, it's a fascinating one, this race one at the Gold Coast, JJ, because um, to be in the race, you need to be a maiden. And it's a quarter of a million mm. dollar race, you know, which is the most expensive money, uh, prize money made in, in the country. So all these trainers have been playing funny buggers with their horses. They need yeah. to, to make enough prize money to get into the field, but they can't afford to win a race because then they can't run in the maiden. Well, you, mm, you've always fancied yeah, yourself as, as an astrologist of the racing industry, dog. So <laughs> as, a, as a resident Essie and track astrologist, do you think astrologist has got a chance? Yeah, that there's, there's a really big opinion of it. And one of the owners told me it was unbeatable but you know owners can get a little bit carried away <laughs> with their own horses so i've learned not to buy into that but on form it also looks the horse to beat mm-hmm. it really just needs the stars to up. align jj <laughs> <laughs> oh you two are just working beautifully up there you're 100 kilometers apart but you wouldn't know it you're on the same page now let's quickly go through the ashes market now as i said earlier um australia was three for 12 but yet such has been their dominance in the series. They remain favourites, even at 3 for 12 on a green top. But uh, with thanks mainly, or thanks exclusively to Travis Head, Australia are $1.38. The draw, $5.25. You couldn't see that being a factor. England are $7. There's plenty of markets there. There's Ashes Live multis. There's player multis. You can, actually, I know you like a shorty. You can have $1.33. You can fill up on that for Mitch Stark to score 10 or more runs in the first innings. There's plenty of... Uh, Market there, how the uh, seventh wicket will fall, top run score of wickets. There's plenty of things happening in the uh, in the markets. If you don't want to play the $1.38 about the Australians to win the You'd fifth be... and final Ashes test. I'll tell you what, if you like something in the next few days across your sport in particular, you'd be just perching that $1.38 in your multis. That $1.38 yes. is just, just Great a idea. snack. So if you, give an example. The NFL, if you like something in the NFL, you'd just be marrying that up to the $1.38 all day long on Australia. Who will win this test match? Yeah. No, no question. They, they'll be winning that. And just quickly, funny you should mention it, Hutchie. You're probably pressed for time, but we'll go with it anyway. Uh, the Bengals will beat the Raiders at a, they're a dollar forty-one. The Bills will beat the Patriots a dollar forty-two. The Buccaneers will get past the Eagles, but the Eagles will cover the eight and a half. This is plenty of storms in Tampa Bay. The Eagles have got a great run game, so take the Eagles to cover eight and a half at a dollar eighty-nine. The, I like the Niners boys to upset the Cowboys, $2.33. There's been good money, good support for the Niners. Debo, Samuel, George Kittle, Jimmy G's playing good football. I like the Niners to upset. That's my uh, pick for upset of the week, $2.33 for the Niners. And then the Chiefs will absolutely handle Pittsburgh, $1.13. Chuck them in your multis. And then Tuesday, our time at noon, Arizona v. the LA Rams. I think the Rams will win that one. They're $1.48. So big. Six-game slate for wildcard weekend in the NFL. How good is it to have the six wildcard games this weekend? to be magnificent. That, that uh, Dallas game is in Dallas, isn't it? It's in Dallas, yep. but I'll tell you what, no one wants to see 
No one wants to see the uh, 49ers at the moment. They're in rare form, and Dallas have been up and down like a yo-yo. So uh, I like the Niners, and there's been money for them, though, as much as $2.64 in early markets, already in the 233 So watch this space at 8.30 on Monday morning, boys. I had the privilege of being at that uh, equivalent game two years ago today, the Cowboys uh, home game at the Wild Card. It's a magnificent venue there, and uh, I think they'll be very hard to beat at home. But the plus eight and a half, you reckon, we'll keep an eye on that for sports bet and the bet with mates. Uh, anything else you want to leave us with? A little sneaky best bet? No, no, that's about it, boys. That's about it for me today. Just have a little look at the uh, NFL. Make some money. Chuck that Australia, as you said, Hutch, $1.38 to win the test. Just chuck that in your multis. That's easy. I know you don't get paid out until, uh, until the end of day five, but just chuck it in there, 38% on your money in there. If you're having a bet today at the races up there in the Gold Coast, Flemington, the NFL, the Ashes, wherever you're having a bet, make sure you do it responsibly, boys. Not a worry at all. Thank you very much to Josh Jenkins for joining us, of course. Uh, the weather update is for Sun Smart. It's time to be Sun Smart this summer. Humid 25 degrees and a shower or two expected in Melbourne today. But there on the coast, Campbell, on the Goldie for the Magic Millions, partly cloudy, top of 30. Ooh. Perfect dog weather. Take the tying jacket off, I think, Hutch. There you go, if you can. Uh, big hour ahead after 11. Stick with us. Kieran Ma still to join us. A quiz out of 11 and a whole lot more. It's great to have your company this morning for Tyre Power and for Maccas. This is Off The Bench, right around Australia. Off The Bench for McDonald's, Juicy Angus Beef and the lot. Dine in and try the Aussie Angus at Maccas today. In the last big hour of Off The Bench, of course, great to have your company and lots of prize to give away in this hour as well. We're here for the Aussie Angus Burger at Mackerson. But Tyre Power, selected Kumo tyres, 25% off, if you don't mind, at Tyre Power. Uh, don't forget, too, we're giving away a $100 Sporting Globe voucher. It's very simple. All you need to do, as Bryce has done from Yapoon in central Queensland in the last couple of moments and John from Bandura, is simply text your name and your town and where you're listing or how you're listing and the code word MILLIONS. Dr. Evil style, $1 million. Millions. <laughs> Campbell Browns at the Magic Means Day. So simply just text your name and your town and the code word millions, and we'll give away a $100 sporting globe voucher before midday today. Kieran Ma going to join us speaking the Magic Millions very, very soon to help us inside uh, the mind of his show today. We might get the My Racehorse guys on a little bit later on the hour too and see how they fared for the week as well. But in the meantime... No picks, but his world-famous Saturday quiz is still here. And now, one off the bench, it's time for Pixie's world-famous Dog's Breakfast Quiz, where the questions are wrong and the answers don't matter. Thanks to Dennis Family Homes. Lock in the price of your home for 12 months with Dennis Family Homes. Conditions apply. Here's your host, Pixie. And I see Zipper giving the old stinger an opener there just to get his voice on. So there you go. <laughs> uh, might need a little upgrade that uh, opener. But there you go. There's Zipper. And uh, it'll be nodding along to that in the background as well. one 23 Big bash tickets to give away today. one 23 is the number to chime in. Time your run and join Pixie's World Famous Quiz. Pretty unfair, I think, the way that's described, by the way. it's uh, Questions aren't always wrong. It's just... Not prone to checking them from time to time. One three hundred 
23.55.48. Still to come this hour, too. The dog's ultimate Mama-san dinner. I asked him the question earlier. Mm. He has a famous dinner in at the Mama-san restaurant in the Gold Coast in Broadbeach every year where he invites 12 or 11 others. I said, who would be your ultimate celebrity 11 or friend 11 uh, at that dinner? You have to have had dinner with them somewhere before in your life, yep. and I want them in cricket batting order. And the dog yep. will give us that uh, a little bit later on in this hour. In fact, not too far away at all. one three hundred. 23.55.48 already he's teased at Singo and Shane Keith Warren, both likely to take their part in the batting lineup. So look forward to hearing more about that in a few moments. Uh, JJ from Geraldton's on the app. Good to hear from you, JJ. Scotty McFarlane is always there on the app. Harry Kelly from Point Cook. Rory from Swan Hill, listening on 3SH. Uh, the code word millions and some text rolling in. So thanks for the shout outs this morning. Let's get into it. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Dog, over to you. All right, we're going to start off with Bob from Fremantle. Good morning, Bob. I had to move from Fremantle. Got a bit crowded. <laughs> Where have we gone? Marble Bar. There you go. Oh. Magnificent. Great spot. All right. Well, welcome. Great and, spot. Uh, <laughs> it's hell on earth, Archie. <laughs> the first Fremantle, question is... Fremantle, the area is beautiful. Yeah. What medal did the Boomers... What, what medal did the Boomers take home at Tokyo Olympics? There's a lot of gold in Marble Bar, but there's no bronze. Correct. What sort of question was that, dog? Start well, is there anyone just a nice, easy one. No, they want a bronze? What was <laughs> that? <laughs> I want to get nice, better from here. Yeah, nice, easy one to kick us off. Paul Kelly this week wrote a song... About which Australian oh, test cricketer? Come on. That's, that's, that's worse than the bronze question. Was he no, I agree. <laughs> Including this one. Just, just, just for the ha- record, if that yep. wasn't Paul Kelly singing that song, it was terrible. Yeah. I tend I liked to agree it. with that. I Did you? It. Yeah, I thought it was good. Got stuck in my head for a bit. Including this season. How many seasons of Big Bash have there been so far? A little bit tougher. 11. Oh, 11. Well done. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, what is the did name you, of did Margaret's you really horse? Sit down and write these questions, Doc. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. What's the name of Margaret's horse? The, there's there's one curly one in the middle that I'm, I'll be oh. surprised if Bob can get. But this, you got to ease him into it, Hutch. What is the name of Margaret's horse? Margaret Anta. Correct. Now they get a little bit harder. What oh. year did James Hurd step down as Essendon coach? What year would it be? Yes, two thousand nineteen. Incorrect. He was gone well before then. Um, we've got Donna from Broadford. Good morning, Donna. How are you? G'day, boys. It's Duna from Broadford. How are you? Oh, Duna. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I I forgot one of the O's. <laughs> um, do you know what year that James Hurd stepped down as Essendon coach? No, I'm not confident. I'll, I think it's around 2016. Incorrect. Well, it's actually correct because he said it's around 2016. Well, so yeah, that's around is... that area, but that's not the actual answer. Thanks, Duna. Um, Johnny from Woodvale. How you going, fellas? Going well, mate. What year hey, did James Hurd step down as Essendon senior coach? 2015. Correct. Now, this is the curly one. I reckon if you can get this, you can just about go all the way. Name one of the three AFLW players who went out with an ACL injury in round one of the season. 
Uh, Brianna Davies. Back to bang. That's an easy Can you name the other two? Everyone would know that. Um, oh, this is just North for Melbourne. special points. Oh. It wasn't, nah. wasn't Garner. Nah. Nah. Isabel, no. Isabel, Izzy Huntington and Kate Lutkins were the other, oh, were the other two. Yeah. But you're still alive. It's all good. According to the Forbes Thank magazine, God. who is the world's highest paid female athlete? This one even Asaka was. Asaka? Congratulations. Last question. This for the double pass to the BBL at Marvel this week. Who captained Carlton in their last premiership win? So we're going back to the mid-90s. Very good player. No close. Can sing. Stephen (laughs) Turnerhan. Yeah, well done. Well, well, it's not actually Stephen Kernahan. What's his full name, please? It's Stephen Bloody Kernahan. (laughs) There you go, mate. Well done. Thanks, fellas. Um, Since I'm in Perth, do you want to give the tickets to someone else? No, no, not at all. We'll give you. We'll sort you out with uh, Sporting Globe at uh, Belmont there instead. How about that? Magnificent, where you know. Right, yep. That's great. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Campbell. Good work. Right near our TKD studios there in, uh, of course, in Perth. So there you go. Hundred dollar voucher coming your way to John from Woodvale, and that uh, too easy, you reckon, Hutch? Well, I've I've been in radio for twenty years, like most people. <laughs> I've sat through some quizzes. If I've sat through an easier one than that, I'm yet to see it. So. So I, I think that's the interview for the quiz. All right. So it's over. I'm done. That's yeah. the last one. So there you go. That's the end of Brownie's quiz. Uh, Kieran Mar will join us momentarily, but I did ask for your celebrity 11 dinner at Marmasan. What I'm after here, we'll do this in stages. I want the top four for now in batting order, if you can, and why. Okay, I'm going to open up with uh, this man who has become a great mate of mine. He's He was tough as nails on the field. We do a podcast together every Tuesday, and he's one of the great knockabouts from Warnable. Jonathan Brown can, can open him up. Okay. Jay Probably Brown, come, out with no, come out with no pads and helmet. Yep. You guys really um, hit it up. When do you guys become mates? Uh, actually, it was up. It was when I moved up here, and it was yep. Magic Millions time, um, probably eight or nine years ago. Yep. Just uh, peas in a pod. Right. So very, Jay Brown. Very aligned. There. Jay Brown. Um, one of my favourite teammates of all time. He's got a, the best heart and uh, he's just an absolute champion bloke. Little Shane Crawford. He can open him up as well. But Brownie and Crawford are the openers. Yep. I can see that. There you go. They'll, and they'll be uh, holding court. Shane's a bit more... He'd be mischief making at the dinner. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, cheeky, yeah. cheeky Shane. Yep. Um, then probably at number three, I think all uh, good dinners they need some humour. They need a, a larrikin there that can tell a few jokes and and get the table really humming, especially if they're a little bit flat. Yep. Tommy Little. Okay. <laughs> a great, uh, great man, Tommy. He's uh, he's yours? obviously. Yeah, he's a comedian, and, and he's one of the guys that um, come down to Antarctica when we did the marathon, and um, I'm climbing a mountain called Mount Aconcagua in uh, in Argentina in the Andes later this year, and he will be joining me again, and he's a, he's a very good man, humorous, 
likes a good time, <laughs> likes a bet in the horses, and and he's coming in at three. So Brown, Crawford, and Tommy Little. Yep. And number four? Number four. This might surprise you a little bit, but um, he was a great athlete for Australia, and he's become a great mate, and he's also a little mischief maker, but he doesn't mind saying what he thinks. Johnny Stephenson. Yes. <laughs> Can come in at number four and uh, add a little bit of. Um, oh, he's always quite well dressed. He's well groomed. Yep. And he's uh, out there thinker and uh, gets the job done. So that, that that'd be the top four. Brown, Croft, Little, and Stephenson is the top four. There you go. And uh, look for that's started very well. So You're look surprised by a few of those names? Yeah, or? I can see it's, it's going to be allowed. You know, I can see that. More to come <laughs> after the break. We'll get to Kieran Mar too. Uh, this is your sporting life. Oh, sorry, excuse me. This is your journey, excuse me, on Sunday from 10 o'clock. Uh, Sammy Edmund doing wonderful things this week, former Olympic cyclist and, uh, of course, great contributor in the community. Tracy Gaudry is the guest. So look forward to that. Thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives and more to come uh, after the break. A lot of feedback on the quiz. A lot of people not happy. So <laughs> Ben, my seven-year-old just won the quiz too, Brownie. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might have made it a fraction too easy, Hutch. I'll admit that. Bit of respect off the text for Ricky Wills, who's in Hortligan in Switzerland. Currently minus 12, just finished work, drove 15 minutes, went snowboarding for an hour, listening to Off the Bench. Good on you, Ricky. Nice to hear from you as well. More after this on Off the Bench. Surf trips and sunburn pair perfectly with the epic Aussie Angus. Sizzling Angus beef, crispy onion rings, fresh beetroot with a lot. Aussie summer and the Aussie Angus, together and loving it. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. Go into Tire Power and say, G'day, mate, got some tyres? And they'll say, 100% we do. The big holidays. It was off the bench around Australia. Great to have your company, of course, for the mighty Maccas and for Tire Power, keeping you safe on the roads this summertime. Uh, Campbell Brown and his famous Mama San Dinner have asked him to rank his 11 dream guests in order of batting order at the table, but bear in, like a cricket team, bear in mind that they have to, he has, had to have eaten with them previously was my only... Yeah, can, can I can so I just call one in Hutchie that I never met, um, who's no longer with us, but he he would be first picked in anything that I would do in this regard. Am I allowed one? Yes. Okay. You'll understand when I say him, but I just wanted one because he's I've read his book and I'm in awe of the man. Kerry Packer. Oh yes. I think I need the great man there. So you want KP at number five? I just need him there, and he can bat wherever he bloody well tells me, because okay. he he invented World Series cricket. He was a, a a big punter, a great man, and he was fearless with those that got in his way. And I reckon the stories. I want, I want to him to reiterate a few of his stories about the the famous coin flip for uh, in a British casino with a uh, yeah, oil baron, and there's a lot. You know what there's I mean? I don't know if they're yeah. fact, fact or fiction. Okay, who else you got in your team? A couple more before we get to Josh. So I would throw in here, this is another guy that fascinates, fascinates me. I've only um, had the dinner with him the one occasion, but um, I think he is the best coach in any sport in the country, if not the world. Craig Bellamy, Bellyache. You're, Be- you're a Bellamy fan? Unabashed. I think the Storm are, uh, are just a remarkable organisation and, and he is a key reason behind that. They just keep okay. reinventing themselves. So... I'd love to sit down with Craig and... Um, He'd fit into the re- table all right, would he? Good yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and number seven? Number seven, 
good mate of mine who would bring um, a lot of humour and a lot of uh, IQ. Uh, and I mentioned him off the top of the show, Justin Quill. Now, I never travel anywhere overseas without my man, Justin Quill, because um, I always need a lawyer present when I'm travelling, <laughs> and he happens to be one. He's good value, as you know, and he would add plenty to that uh, topic of discussion. I, I think he's your wicketkeeper, isn't he? He just keeps, keeps the house in order. He does. <laughs> That's a good spot for him, the wicketkeeper. Yeah, if a dispute broke out about the bill, he'd be the first one up, kind of trying to haggle out the outcome that sort of suited all parties. Yeah, you know, they missed a few things. So you got Brown and Crawford for opening. Tommy Little at three. Stephenson at four. I thought Stephenson was your fast bowler, to be honest, but I think you missed a trick there, not having him at number 10 or 11. Um, I think he's fast. I've got a faster bowler. Terry Packer at five. Bowler. Bellamy at six. All-rounder Bellamy. Uh, Quill at seven, wicket-keeping, and Warren at eight. There you go. So three to come. We'll get to them a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, time to talk some shots now. And he's, geez, he's uh, multifaceted. He's just walked upstairs. He's changed hats. And here he is. It's time for. Top of the Trots with Josh Jenkins. Thetrots.com.au. Every race live and free. Lap up the Trots. And rather controversially, Josh, who's coming off a stinging third of three in Top of the Trots, has lobbied successfully to change the construct of season 2022 uh, after a shocker. He's considered he can't beat me. So now it's been uh, changed in its structure and we launched it today. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Hutchie. I didn't have to uh, lobby. I just did it. I'm running the show here on top of the trots. So we've got a new uh, we've got a new game. And this will be a little bit more simplistic and simple because I know you won last year, but there wasn't much there wasn't much skill involved. You just rode the coattails of one Emma Stewart. So tell me, set this up for us, how it works right. this year. All we're doing now, same thing. We're going to designate a charity that we're going to be playing for. And every week, we're just going to have one $100 bet. So you can have, you can do whatever you want, just one bet. So you can have 100 straight out on a horse. You can have 50 each way. You can uh, you can have a quaddy. You can get cute like that. But you're going to have $100, and you're going to spend it on the major Metropolitan meeting, which tonight is not Metropolitan. It's a Country Cup Shepparton. So the major card uh, of racing for that week, you've got $100 to spend. Spend it however you want. And at the end of the year, we'll just have a running tally as we go. So you'll probably be minus 100 next week. But that's how we'll tally it up. And then at the end, same thing, 4000 to the winning charity, $500 to the other two charities. So um, pretty simple, but we're just going to uh, roll along with $100 to spend each and every week. Hutch? Okay, so let's uh, let's set this up. I'm going to go with race four. Number 10, interest-free, out of the Douglas right. camp at Shepparton. So I've had a bit of a look myself this morning. I'm not going to leave this to chance with you. I know what sort of shenanigans you get up to. <laughs> well, so what, race four. what are we going to do for Pickers? Because he's not here. Are we going to stitch him up or are we going to give him a um, – do we give him just a little half volley so that no. he potentially gets off the mark? <laughs> find, me something, find me a walking machine. All right. Um, really outsider. Be something of Mick Stanley's. Um all right. What happens if it wins at 100 to 1? What happens then? <laughs> um, trouble. Let's go. Now, apologies to connections of this horse. We do think it's got some chance, but um, unlikely. Race 1, number 12. No, sorry. Race 1, number 6. Argy Bargy, $151. We're going to have 50 each way on that horse. And if it wins, we're in a spot of bother. Okay. So re- repeat that for me. Race 1, number 6. Shepparton. Argy Bargy, Damien Wilson, $151 right. and $21. That's, 
That's Pixers. And what are you going with? I'm going with the champion. Now, it's a little bit of a risk because he hasn't raced for a quite a while and he's been servicing mares in his downtime as he recuperated. Lock and Varat, race seven, number seven in the Shepherd and Gold Cup. 100 straight out on the win, $2.15. Hopefully we get a bit better because if we have a straight out bet, Hutchie, we get the super, the S-Tab tote price. So that's how we're going to do it. So it's nice and fair. So hopefully Lock and Varat gets out on the tote. He'll just go bang. He, he just wins for fun. He's uh, a winner of 28 of 50. He's won over $1.3 million. Everyone knows how good Lock and Varat is. So I'm just going to go straight out on Artie. Oh, it sounds like a bit of a shortcut to me to take the lock and bar. Right? Anyway, expect nothing. It's a long, slow coming, build, man. It's not about the. It's not about season. just uh, getting cute and trying to be, trying to be, uh, trying to be fancy. It's about building a bank. Well, the Shepherd and Gold Cup will be fantastic on Mark's return lock and bar art, of course, uh, as you've just mentioned, and it'll go up against all the big it's spirit of St. Louis in that race, and yes. then all races live and free on trotsvision.com.au. Nikita Ross, Kirsten Graham, and Steve Cleave joining. The race call a Lockie McIntosh tonight. So Trot's in uh, rare form. This is a big meeting. You can catch it all on Trot's Vision or on Sky. You can follow it on SEN Track as well. It should be an absolute beauty. Have you, got, you got one up your sleeve for us tonight? Uh, well, I do, I do, honestly. I'm not throwing 100 in the bin. I do like Lock and Varad. He's a very good uh, He's a very good chance of, of, of winning the race. It's a pretty tricky card there at Shepparton tonight. Um, I like where you've gone with interest-free. I think he'll be winning. Got to overcome a tough draw, so uh, keep that in mind. There's plenty of uh, races with short price favourites, which which I think are vulnerable. Race six, number nine, Rick Riley at $2 should be winning for the Douglas team. In the Trotters Cup, if I can just bring it up, sorry, the Trotters free for all. Um, Majestuoso is very short at $1.60. I think we can go with Powder Keg, number four for Lisa Miles, who trains and drives $2.30. So race eight, number four, Powder Keg. Race seven, number seven, the superstar Lock and Varart. And I like, unfortunately, I like where you've gone with interest-free. Race four, number 10, interest-free. So chuck them in a multi-hutchie and uh, you might get about, oh, you'd probably get 8 or $9 for that. So um, that's the way to play at Shep tonight. Good on you. Well done. Thank you very much to Josh Jenkins joining us. And good luck for the season ahead, Josh. I, I don't uh, hold much hope for you, but uh, just do your best to try and run in the placings. Hey, we'll, we'll see, mate. This one actually takes a little bit of skill, so you're about cast. Josh Jenkins, <laughs> join us. Off he goes. Off he goes, Josh. Josh is uh, he's downstairs, changed hats again. Off he goes, so he's doing a great thing during the summer. Uh, we haven't heard from Brendan, I don't think, so we'll wait for his call. But in the meantime, we've got three slots left in your team, Brownie. Uh Two slots, I think we've got. Yeah. Well, I've got eight. I've got Brown, Jay Brown and Crawf opening. T Little at three. Stephenson at four. The late Kerry Packer at five. Craig Bellamy at six. Justin Quill, the wicketkeeper at seven. And Shane Warren at eight. And you're the 12th man, um, of course. Johnny Singleton, where'd we put him? Oh, sorry. Singo, where have you? He was at nine. In the, he was, yeah, he's probably at nine. I think um, to, if, it's a, if it's a sort of day-night test... I might bat him down the order, I think. Just uh Yep. He likes he likes to relax into the afternoon. So, so you got Singo um, in the team. Yep. Singo's in the team. So that so these two would be one one would be bowling um sort of medium pace, uh, with the odd sort of slow boy at the back of the hand. Uh Grant Birchall, the the, the great Tasmanian from Grant Devonport, Birchall. who is uh is an outstanding operator. He belongs um, at that table, does he? Virtual. He was my roommate uh, on footy trips, and um, I taught him everything he knows, and uh, he just took the baton and ran with it. 
ran, is ran, a, ran. Is he a mischief maker? Extreme. Yeah, yeah we, okay. Uh, he, he'd, he'd fit in well with that table. And then, and this is a, uh, a fast bowler coming off a long, long run-up who um, frequents Australia every, every time he can around the races. Uh, very famous individual, Usain Bolt. He's, uh, he's got the, the new pill and he's just steaming in from the member's end, dropping them short. Usain Bolt, you've got it here. Yeah, he's in there. Are you well known enough to him? I certainly am. Yeah, yeah, we go out every time he's in town. I know him very well. Are you serious? Spent, yeah, I've spent the night in his uh, in his bed, actually, before he, he wasn't there. He <laughs> wasn't on. there. He was, hang on a minute. Was, <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> he was still out, and I needed to sleep. So, um, yeah, have you become mates with Usain Bolt? Through Johnny Stephenson, it's his best mate. So, uh, yeah, he has a bit of fun, the Wildcat. So he's in the team, and then I suppose <laughs> I'm just bringing the, I'm running the waters at Twelfth Man, just making sure everyone's well fed, well hydrated, and uh, and having a good time. How did you become mates with Stephenson? <laughs> just around the traps, just <laughs> similar, similar sort of What's it like friends and stuff. So that that yeah. we got a real inside of the water of the dog there. Um, Do you like the Brown, team? Brown and Croft opening, Tommy Little at three, Stephenson at four, the late Kerry Pack at five is your wild card. Bellamy, six, Justin Quill at seven, Shane Warren at eight, Singo at nine. Probably should have had Singo up earlier. Then Birchall at 10, and Usain Bolt opening the bowling at 11. I've heard it all. <laughs> it's a nice well, team. Not sure we'd win many games, but we'd have fun travelling we'll the, the world. We'll hear from Brendan. We might touch base with the My Racehorse guys next to the break and on the Magic Millions. We'll hear from Brendan as well. We've got uh, tags not far away. A whole lot more ahead. This is Off the Bench right around Australia. Welcome back. You're with Off the Bench Around Australia. A uh, little fallout to Brownie's uh, celebrity <laughs> slash mate's dinner 11 at Mama San and the Gold Coast. Uh, big question off the top. How did Malcolm Brown not get a start at the dinner table? Could see him holding court in that company. Oh, I'm with you on this. Uh, Mel would have been in there for me. Yeah, well, because cause I get to have dinner with him any time I like. It's sort of, uh, I wouldn't want to take up a, a spot of yep. someone else when it's just the old man. He'd have been there. Nice chicken risotto. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves his chicken risotto. <laughs> he, would have, he would have rang up and made a time to book the reservation like anyone in his situation would do with any menace. <laughs> yeah, he'd be entertaining, he'd be entertaining that, uh, that table, no doubt. He, Mel is, com- is comfortable in any company, isn't he? He's, any, he can, yep. Yeah, he's not worried about... No. Nah. He's not worried about... And yeah. he... Um, He's quite consistent. Bit, he's, con- yeah. he's consistent because he can, he'll offend everyone. You know, it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> what persuasion. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been at dinner with him and you had to leave early because he's offended someone? Uh, he's offended a lot, but I've never left. I've just, I sit there giggling. <laughs> I sit there, and, the, and the great thing is, um, the next time he sees these people, friend, like everyone's friendly again. It's just like, oh, Mel had a moment. He'll be okay, you know, and move on. It's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you can write a great book about your dad. <laughs> and anyway, well done. Like plenty more to go on off the bench. We're here right through in for another fifteen minutes. Uh, I haven't heard from Brendan from Bellaby yet, but uh, uh, we are going to talk some horse racing. And it's been a big week at the Magic Millions where you are. And uh, owning a horse it fascinates us all. Uh, my racehorse has done a great job of making this easy for everybody. Of course, affordable horse ownership with no ongoing fees and prize money payouts. The micro shares, 
my racehorse. By the way, it's, this is a great gift for people. It's their birthday or it's Christmas or yep. anniversary. One of the great concepts, I reckon, Hutchie. It, this. it is. And old mate Ben Willis is doing good things there at my racehorse. And he joins us now. And uh, how did the, I'm interested, Ben, how your week's been at the Magic Millions and how many you bought for the public out there? Hutchie, Brownie, thank you for having me. It's great to um great to catch up. Yeah, it's it's been a brilliant week out here. We've um got some sun, been to the beach, it's been nice, but more importantly, we've been walking around the Magic Million sales every day. So I think we're up to day five tonight and so far we've got six yearlings that have gone through out of, I don't know, eight hundred plus that have been up for auction. So yeah, it's been it's been really exciting. We've got a big range of variety and like whether it's different trainers, the different stallions. And so we're pretty excited about the book that we're going to be able to offer customers that we actually launched our first two yesterday. So yeah, really happy with it. Now the buys you've got look sensational. Uh, Ben, have you been surprised at just how strong this sale is? I know every year we come up here and we say, Oh geez, the prices are through the roof, but it seems like uh, this year's even stronger again. Yeah, it is. So um, there's been a 94% clearance rate on yearlings going through as well, Brownie. And I think the average price of the sale is up about 30, 40K on last year. So it absolutely talks to the health of the sale. People are willing to spend money and open their pockets. And maybe it's a reflection of not really being able to travel. So everyone's got full pockets going to the sale, but it has been difficult. There's definitely been a fair share of horses that we've bitted on and missed. So the ones we do get, we, um, they're obviously a really valuable commodity that we're, that we're very excited about. Well, is that what you put it down to Ben? The the increased price of the horses. We're in a pandemic, but we're seeing unbelievable prices for these yearlings. It's crazy crazy isn't it? it like it's great for the racing industry though um obviously shows that people want to stay into horse racing ownership and it's something we're excited about doing because what we do is buy these quite expensive yearlings and then fractionalize down the share value to as low as 0.02 0.01 percent and so people can take as little or as much as they want and have an affordable way of getting involved in some of these really high profile yearlings like a few of the ones we've bought have been just reeling them off 600k, 450k, um, over 300k, and then we've gotten a couple of others with really good value as well that have came under that 200k threshold from first season size, which you, you genuinely generally can get some value from those horses um, at the sales like this. You got the McAvoy, two of the McAvoys among your six, I see, which is fantastic, and a Lee Friedman there as well, and an Anthony and Sam Freeman, so. You've been. Uh, what's your favourite horse so far? Been on the on the my racehorse journey. The my, on the my racehorse journey, we've got we've got one colt that is two years old, trained by Hawks Racing called Pyroy, who's having a trial next next week. I think Monday, um, second trial. He'll get to the races hopefully over the coming fortnight. He's pretty exciting. Out of the ones we've got now um, at this sale, it's very hard to pick a favourite child, isn't it? They're all they've all got their strengths. I was a massive Grunt fan, to be honest. When he was going through, and I love those milers, 1,600. He obviously won at twice, group one level. So I'd probably say the ones we've got from the millions, the 245 that we've got with Anthony and Sam Friedman that's not yet available is probably up there with one of my favourites. Okay. Well, they'll be two of those you mentioned are already available on the My Racehorse uh, website. So get on to My Racehorse and have a look. Micro shares, as I said, you can put in as little as much as you want. You can have you know $100 or a couple hundred bucks. It's a great way to... To connect, it's a great gift 
if you're struggling to give someone a birthday present or something, away you go. My old man, classic in this sort of category. And uh, good luck. Are you, are you, is your queue in the rack? Is it party time now or are you still no, – nothing left to bid on, is there? Or is there a couple to go? <laughs> um, it, it, it will be party time, but it's not queue in the rack. So – We'll go. We'll head out there after the race day today. Um, there's an exciting catalogue going through tonight, so we we might get a couple more yet. Like Damon Gabbity, our bloodstock agent, is pretty stringent, like pretty um, detail orientated with his process. He's been looking at them for about the last five or six weeks, um, inspecting them a few times even before the sale. So if there's anything he likes and some trainers that out there we want to partner with like them, we'll definitely consider throwing our hands up for a bid. Might well, have to bid. get you out there, Brownie, to bid for us if you're up on the Gold Coast with us. <laughs> People see me putting my hand up and they, they run the prices up they on me just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, they do raise the, raise the prices at the bar on him, though. That's they, they come a mile away, too. Thanks, Ben. Have a good day today. Well, no. on everything you're doing with my racehorse. It's fantastic and a great chance for everybody out there. Good stuff. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. Talk soon. Ben Willis uh, joining us. Uh, right, he's ba- he's had a couple of weeks off. He's back in the studio. It's time now for... And now it's time to get the tips from our resident five-time Group 1 winning jockey, David Taggart. And the ravens black against the winter's mist Are whispering the half-man song They're whispering the half-man song He's in the house after a couple of weeks off. Old mate Tags, of course, for mate Internet and Mobile, who are doing, doing magnificent things. Mate, don't forget the award-winning Aussie service mobile plans from $20. Australia's most satisfied NBN customers, too. From just $59, search mate online. Tags, good morning. Good morning, boss. Good morning, Brownie. How are we? Hello, Hello. half man. We've missed you up here. Oh, thanks. And, and how's the captaincy been, Cam? Luke, I handed over, and uh, I actually thought I was going to get the... The last hour call up here to go up to the Gold Coast, uh, well, replacing Cam Luke. Yeah, he went down. He's been very crook. Um, mail is he won't even be able to make it to the track today, so it was it's tragic. But well, I had to step up Facebook? as interim captain, and, and I'll tell you what, that leadership role doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> Haven't you seen his Facebook post? I think it's his hypochondriac playing up because he's <laughs> he's been taking, taking pictures at SeaWorld today. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. He said he's too sick to fly back on Monday. Got, That's the free, that got the free flight, care of the boss, and, and he's using it as a holiday. <laughs> how, how was your uh, holiday yourself, Tex? Oh, well, you're not, not much you can do with with COVID around and, and that, but uh, I just freshened up and uh, didn't do a hell of a lot and and uh, just took it easy and refreshed the batteries. and uh, Well, recharge the batteries, I should say. Sorry? Did you get away? No, didn't get away. No. Too complicated with all this COVID crap. I saw you out there for a team dinner there one night on your social media. What happened there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took Paddy out. Cam and I, we took Paddy out. Uh, uh, sometimes he, he does us a favour and uh, we took him out for dinner. We okay. went to a gappy uh, yeah. in, in Swan Street where Cam- Campbell Brown got the invite but uh, gave us the Kyber. You didn't show the dog? <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't show. I just had... Um, you were on the Gold Coast. The you left. Yeah, and I was flying out the next yeah. day, wasn't I? And... Um, and those those fireballs you had at the end, they don't sit well with me, so I just don't <laughs> make it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Right, but, let's uh, get to the get to the egg flips today. How yeah, do you wh- see it? What about that? Are you confident on the Gold Coast today, Brownie? It's always really difficult. Uh, I'll be I'll be more confident if Warmth can win the first 
and then yep. uh, and then we'll see how the track's playing. But it's it's there was a bit of rain around yesterday, but this track's going to be rock hard. It's thirty degrees and humid. Well, Tommy Berry's declaring it evidently, and uh, Chris Nelson was saying this morning. So uh, start off uh, well, and hopefully we can start off well today at Rose Hill with uh, race one, number two, Titanium Power into Rose Hill Race 4, number 6, Sky Command. So there's two legs of the Trixie, both in Sydney. And then my best comes up, and I'm having another crack here, Flemington Race 2, number 1, Decent Rain. It's been um, decimated with scratchings, of course, and she had no luck the other day, and I don't think she likes racing inside horses too. Uh, she, she, I reckon she'll sit outside the lead today, not a hell of a lot of pace on, and I think she'll be just too good for him. And that's uh, Flemington Race 2, number one, Decent Rain, as my best of the day. And that tricks you gets you around about $850. Well, Race 1, Sydney, number two, it's only half an hour away. That's $6.50 yes. at Sportsbet. Yeah, it was around about $9 about. yesterday. I got the nine, so it's been very well supported. Oh, You've shopped, shopped well. early. What do you, what do you uh, like about yeah, it? Beat the book. Uh, I've, I haven't got my notes in front of me, but... Did it just get beat the other day, Titanium Power? No, it won the other day too. And I think there's no pace on the race. It'll go forward. Uh, I, I just thought it was over the odds and uh, they're coming for it again. And there's no wonder why. Winning form's race, good form. Then Flemington race two, number one. It's your best? Yes, decent rain. We're having a crack. It got beat uh, Boxing Day. Should have won. A different apprentice ride. So they've given Josh Richards the Kyber and Maddie Cartwright rides. But uh, I think she appreciates uh, galloping room and racing on the outside of horses. Okay. What about you, uh, Brownies? Is there a trick you can come up with for us? Three, well, three yeah, I've, I've sort of I've mentioned the horses I'm going to be playing around today. So it's Flemington Race 1, number 7, that uh, English Riviera. Um, I'd wait because it's it's been 250 out to 270 I reckon it'll get closer to $3 um, as they, they try and spec a couple of others. The, or, the Peter or 2 Moody to 1. Horse. Yeah, yeah that's four. right. Yeah, yeah, 2 to 1. Four. Nothing wrong with it. I heard that, the 6 to 4 and that. Yeah, yeah, um, and and then away game is probably my my best uh, up here on the Gold Coast. Um, if that doesn't win, I wouldn't be surprised if the two baller runs a big race, the Tony Gollan runner. Everyone's um everyone's talking about Isotope, but uh, just keep your eye on baller. I think it's it's been doing pretty good track work. And what about the unique story with Kementari? How he's a dud of stud, but a couple got through to the keeper and uh, they sold for two and three hundred thousand. Yes, I know. Good old Kementari. Uh, that's always that's happened a couple of times too. Um, Star Spangled Banner originally was sold off and then came back to race because it was not doing the getting the job done. It's as a stallion, is that right? Yeah, but he he, he never produced anything though, did he? Early doors. No, yeah, nah, we're Kementari. Nah. As I said, two got through to the keep and they sold. Yeah. Well, the filly went for three hundred thousand yesterday. Yeah, uh, and all the in that race, race six. All the main chances have drawn the car park. Mm. Apache Chase and um, uh, Nudge and a few of them as well. So it, uh, Kementari from four should get run of the race. And 11-11, has that been done three years in a row? I, I know it ran second in the three-year-old $2 million race, but ended up winning on, pro, um, not protest, on the positive swab of alligator blood. Oh, that's right. I've, I've, I didn't even bother checking who won after that happened. Was it 11-11? That was 11-11. He ran second away alligator blood in the $2 million three, uh, Three-year-old Magic Millions. He won last year in this race, and he's going around again in today. So I'm not sure if four horses won, won on the Magic Millions three years in a row. You remember, Tags, that was the year that there was a, a crash on the M1. Correct. And a lot of horses um, got stuck, and Alligator Blood was the favourite um, and got a police escort from, you know, between Brisbane and, and the Gold Coast all the way through. And they had to push the races back 30 or 40 minutes. Correct. 
That was a great story. Only to win it and then get it taken yeah, off exactly, it. <laughs> exactly right. And your man Bray's been in the news again. Always in the news. Yeah, he's um, very high profile man, Bray, and uh, he enjoys having a chat. So if they win Cool and Gatter again this afternoon, I dare say that she'll win. The, that um, you're a, very confident. Yeah, yeah I think so. And then level nineteen here at the Star is is probably where um, the connections will go. Yeah, and there's a lot of pace inside Cool and Gatter too, directly inside her. So she doesn't have to lead. I think she'll sit off him. And uh, she's got that electric turn of foot too. Uh, she can do it both ends, sit up on pace and then sprint at the end. So There I won't be a speech from me, Tags, if they win. There won't be a speech. It's <laughs> so just Melbourne Cups only yeah. from now on. Now, what's your, who's your rolling line up this afternoon, Tags, on track? We've got JJ hosting and Samuel will be uh, joining us in the Brisbane from the Brisbane studios as well. Okay, so you're just mixing up the ensemble to start with. There you go. Look forward to that. Should be a ripping afternoon. Uh, expect some leadership from you today, please. Well, of course, it, I'm fresh, and I'm, I've come with. I hope I've come with plenty of winners. Well done, and of course, uh, good luck in uh, getting off the mark with the third person this year. A couple of weeks late, but uh, knowing the sort of numbers you've been doing, it's been handy. Um, you'll be uh, it'll be hard to beat again. Well done. Enjoy it, and have a great trip. Tags, David Taggart joining us, uh, and he likes race one number two in Sydney, race two number six, which is a bit shorter, race one number two is $6.50, and uh, then race two number one in Melbourne, and the Brownie's got one in the camper down in the first, a favourite he likes too, so there's a few tips around in the first three, Rose Hill race one number two, Fleming in race one number seven, and then at camper down, it's race one number, is it seven as well? Uh, race one at number five, Yulong Jet. Five, Yulong Jet. Yeah. There you go. So you're seeing them very, very well. Just for if you just tune in, that uh, team of brownies again, Brown, Jay Brown, Crawford, Tommy Little, Stephenson, the late Kerry Packer, Bellamy, Justin Quill, who's been busy this week. He's been uh, all over the media. Then Shane Warne, Singo, Grant Birchall gets a start. Medium pacer with a change-up. And Usain Bolt open the bowling. So there you go. In the, the Brown Dog team. And you do walk in very interesting circles. Hey, uh, have a good day at the races. Thanks for sitting in this morning. Now, my pleasure, Hutch. Uh, enjoy, and, and you're heading up to get some uh, some R and R in Noosa, aren't you? So that'll I'm, be fun. I'm uh, just going to stay. Yeah, you know, I would have loved to go to the Gold Coast, but it's just a bridge too far for me. I it think is. in yeah. the current climate. But uh, I'm just playing a bit more low key ahead of the family uh, trip tomorrow, Brownie. But uh, I'll represent you and SEN and SEN Track I, with uh, distinction. That's the other reason why I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> I had no doubt about that. Having seen you in action in full fight <laughs> along the way. Campbell Brown will be at the Magic mate. Millions. Uh, for our Melbourne audience, you can hear SCN track all day, 15.93am or in Sydney on 15.39am and Brisbane 10.53am. Good luck to everyone today. Big afternoon of cricket as well too. Enjoy that this afternoon with Jared and the team. Have a great weekend. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.